Hey guys, welcome to episode 96 of Open Your Toys Cast, the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. So one thing I didn't tell you guys is I wanted to start figuring out a way where you guys said your own line. So when I say the four greatest action figures of the action figure franchises of the 80s and all time, Star then Wars. We would. <laughs> there you go. Just yell it out. Just yell it out, every. <laughs> Masters of the Universe. That robot. Hooray! So we'll need to work that out better, but I thought that would be cool once we uh, get some practice in there. Um, If you want to kick it with us, you can find the blog at OpenYourToys.com. That's where you can subscribe to the podcast if you're on an Android device or a normal podcatcher. You can also get to us on iTunes if you're part of the Apple crowd. Uh, On Facebook, we are Facebook.com slash OpenYourToysCast. Um, subscribe to our RSS via the website. We're also on Stitcher Smart Radio that you can subscribe to us. And then uh, when you have a question, when no one else can help, you can give us a call at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. 69. <laughs> right there in the middle, huh? <laughs> All right, Mr. Star Wars, Mr. Dave Draper, if people want to hear more from you, talk to you, yell at you, where where should they find you? Um, I guess just at Open Your Toys or at the uh, Toy World Order uh, fan group, which is a closed fan group, but we eventually get around to letting people in. So. <laughs> yeah, my my request only took a couple days. That's so. because I saw I saw it, so and I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, generally, Jason handles that um, because we don't want people. Well, no, because we don't want like you know, you get all these people yeah. who are selling like Sephora or you know purses or sunglasses. So we're we're a little <laughs> little picky about who we let in, and Jason's in charge of that generally. So it takes forever. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do an extremely tiny Colorado action figures collectors group. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely click into your profile and see if if you've posted a picture of a toy or maybe some 80s property or some geeky thing, at least, yeah. before that's, you get let in. That's generally what he does, too. Um, Roger, where can people find you? Well, if you have the Twitter, you can find me on there under Toy Goon. And I just recently opened up a Facebook page. Uh, if you look it up, two words, toy and goon. A uh, fair amount of people have already apparently found me and started liking the page, so you can find me there as well. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Switch. <laughs> you? You can find me at facebook.com slash robot or at robot on Twitter or Instagram. And also, you can find my ass slinging toys this year at BotCon. I just got registered as an exhibitor. Uh, is it is it open for everybody now, or just, just I, I didn't know dealer registration was open, but everything is as of today open online. And I think it took me about nine minutes to get completed, and then it's nice. getting my confirmation email, which is separate from the process. So, 
smooth sailing. Big ups to Fun Pup. They uh, definitely smoothed it out from the past couple years. So I got to give them props. I can't be just in time. Just in time for them to not have another one. Exactly. (laughs) Again, that is Jason Spiller. (laughs) Slick. Well, slick slick band. Uh, all right, Vern, where can people find you, sir? You can find me uh, facebook.com slash Vern Phillips or on all social media at Vans28Skate. That's Vans28SK8. Hell yeah. Um, and then me, you can find me on Twitter at SlickMcFavorite or uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash OpenYourToys. And then uh, something I didn't tell you guys, uh, but I'll get you guys set up so everybody will get a copy of this. We also I opened up a Gmail account, um, which is uh, open your toys. Oh no, it's open your toys cast at gmail.com. And then uh, we also have a Twitter for the cast now as well. So if you guys aren't following it yet. You should probably follow it. Um, yeah, uh, you should. It's <laughs> not the general public, but the people that are at least on the show should probably follow it. It's uh, at Open Your Toys Cast. So, or no, it might just be at Open Your Toys. Let's see how much. Open Your Toys. We. It is just Open Your Toys. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, go get it right in there. <laughs> well, we set all that up when uh, when Swage and I were having um, a talk about trying to turn the socials over and get him posting stuff. And uh, so we set all that up and then I didn't do the stuff I needed to do to finalize everything uh, to get you guys email messages and all that kind of stuff. Um, but even without that, Swage took the fucking bull by the horns and literally increased every factor on the Open Your Toys cast page by thousands of percents. So, uh, which in post- fairness though was not really that difficult. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you got yeah, my two page- likes up four thousand <laughs> percent. Go me. That's right. <laughs> So yes, it it, it was uh, it is a very humble page, but just in one week of of kind of representing the show more and knowing what kind of gets people's eye and and what gets people following, uh, Swage has really kicked up our socials. So right on, dude. I, we appreciate it. Fuck yeah, us. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so. Uh, what are what are we drinking here, Dave? Um, actually, uh, inspired by by you and um, kind of a New Year's resolution, I'm having not your father's root beer. Oh, nice. Ah. So, what was your uh, New Year? What, what was your New Year's resolution that you're actually drinking alcohol? Be more awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of to stop being afraid of every goddamn thing and just live a little. Nice, nice. That sounds like a good, good New Year's resolution then, for sure. 
Yeah, then it snowed, and now I'm like, I don't want to go outside. There's white stuff on the ground. My car will slip. So, <laughs> and you're drunk. <laughs> Not yet. Working on it. <laughs> All right, uh, Roger. What are you drinking? Uh, cool, refreshing summer bees blackberry flavored cider. Nice, nice. And this is the same thing you were drinking the last time. Yes. Yes. So we're gonna get we're gonna get consistency with you as well. Yeah, if I start drinking the hard stuff, then I don't know this this podcast could go sideways real fast. <laughs> <laughs> All some live video of me naked running around my toy room might might open. Yes, <laughs> my plan is working perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I know Swage is in. That's right. <laughs> Vern's got the tools. I got oh, yeah. the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Swage, what about you, sir? All right, uh, I'm out once again, but I do have an actual description this time, so check me out. I'm prepared. <laughs> Meyer Decaf House Blend Ground Coffee. Ground from the finest selection of coffee beans, then roasted to perfection for the most satisfying cup of coffee every time. <laughs> Easy open flavor seal locks in taste. <laughs> I will happily be adding whiskey to this in a few. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what's the draw of decaffeinated coffee? Well, it keeps but... me from drinking soda, which is kind of an important thing for me. Oh, so I see. You know, it's just one of those. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a placeholder. We'll call it that. <laughs> it's like how I'm smoking a lot more weed now that I'm not drinking. During this month, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that would. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> All right, Vern. What about you, sir? What do you have? Are you are you on the healthy kick tonight too? No, I said my New Year's resolution. Fuck that. I um, I've had a healthy week at work, so <laughs> yes! I, no, no water for me today. I'm drinking Captain and Coke today. So I mean, like, nice. nice big glass. Well, good. We're getting a good ratio of drinking to non-drinking. I'm still dieting. I'm just not not drinking alcohol. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps, man. Yeah, it was too much. Uh, it was too much at one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I I am I am not drinking tonight. Uh, now it is good. This, this will this will be the only weekend in an entire year, or only weekend, only uh, podcast in an entire year where I won't drink. It's kind of a tradition. Uh, Somebody's got a baby home today. No, no, it's it's the New Year's resolution. But I, so I'm the reverse of Vern. I cheated on the diet part today because I was at this amazing reception. Um, but I'm not drinking, so I'm I'm like. Burns Yang to his Ying. Is is the missus not drinking as well? Um, she has gone to wine. Okay. So, uh, and currently, currently at uh, just a couple glasses a night to kind of keep. I, I think she goes through withdrawals a lot more than I do with it. Um, but that's because she doesn't smoke, so she doesn't have that substituting thing. Yeah. So. Even though I don't do it until she and, and Mackenzie go to bed, like I at least, no matter how shitty of a day I had, I can be like, oh, I get to smoke a bowl <laughs> when they go to sleep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
so there's a there's a little uh, 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 window into the mind of addiction for people that don't deal with that. Um, so on that cheery note, let's go ahead and get into <laughs> con news. <laughs> Uh, PowerCon. So we've, uh, they had lots of new guests announced there. We have um, Pop Mon. Does anyone know that name? Has yeah, he's, a, he's an artist. Yeah, he's the pencilist on uh, DC's Masters of the Universe comic currently. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about this. Four horsemen are going to be there. So, Vern, now you have to go. Yeah, uh, that that. That like sealed because, the deal. <laughs> yeah, because whenever the Four Horsemen and uh, Toy Break or October Toys, George and Aileen are at a con together, they always arrange a dinner. And whenever I've been there, cross my fingers, I've been invited to that dinner. So you could actually, it it's been awesome just actually having like Boca de Peppa, Peppo, with. The Four Horsemen and George and Aileen. So, a little bit, a little bit extra incentive. That's a there. that's a lot of extra incentive. <laughs> um, Errol McCarthy. Uh, this was actually my favorite one out of all of them because um, I've seen Martin, the Mattel designer, before. But this is the guy that did the illustrations for the vintage card backs yeah. and most of the licensing stuff. So that's what was kind of cool back in the day is a lot of the artwork on the licensing was that card back artwork. That's one of the so other I, things about those figures is the artwork. Yeah. And then Dean Steffen, seen him too. He's the writer for 2000X and Martin Ariola. I guess that's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like. Uh, he's a designer. He's been, uh, he's been with Mattel for 30 years. So he's worked on every incarnation of masters of the universe. And there's going to be a uh, cosplay contest. With, yes. Which I'm, I'm all about some sex. I did, <laughs> I did see that it's, it's, I see Comic-Con makes you like it can make you appreciate smaller cons like this but when it comes to like cosplay it 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 just nothing compares to it besides maybe dragon con yeah. have you ever gone to a dragon con dave no i Is haven't i've always meant to, to you? um i've no dragon con's uh, georgia atlanta i believe okay See, again, geographically challenged, everybody. Uh, apparently we talked severely, about my yeah. social studies. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I've known several people who all talk about going to Dragon Con, have gone or want to go. So it's, it's one of those things that's always been kind of on my list. And I've just never gotten around to it. Everybody else, do you guys know what Dragon Con is in nope. Atlanta? Yeah, I've heard some crazy stories about Dragon Con. Is it just a cosplay convention or no, it, it's a convention. normal yeah 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 it's a normal convention it's just it is the mecca for cosplay right like i mean that's... that's all it focuses on like there there isn't really like a anything else to it i mean like is there a dealer room or i assume so yeah i mean i assume it's just like comic-con but without the comic part in the name i mean they just yeah yeah, that was my understanding. It's it's a normal like pop culture 
convention it, and it just happens to be the super bowl of cosplaying you know at this specific you know normal convention right but i mean because you know like san diego comic-con they have you know an actual dealer type of floor and where there's retailers or whoever present you can actually buy products is that present I'm, I'm, oh yeah like 90 percent oh. certain that they do and they have panels yeah cosplay we're just saying that this particular convention kind of became the big cosplay, but it's more of a generic geek convention rather than, you know, where Comic-Con started out as a comic book convention, you know, where PowerCon is about He-Man. This was more of a geek thing without a specific focus. Uh, or maybe it was like a role-playing focus with the, with the dragon, I would assume. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. So I don't know basically, focus, but, you know. Yeah, so basically none of us know enough about it to speak, aside from that it's cosplay mecca. Um, so to your point, Vern, was uh, all other cosplay competitions I've seen have just kind of paled in comparison to San Diego Comic-Con's masquerade and that kind of thing. So well, I just don't. I don't get excited about well, it anymore. <laughs> I, do. I love cosplay, but I, I'm looking forward to it because you don't see a lot of Masters cosplay, you know? So that, I guess that's that. That's the that's reason I'm looking true. forward, just because it, it'll be Masters-focused. Yeah, because you even get a lot of Joe at Comic-Con. Yeah. I mean, you get full teams and that kind of thing. So, <laughs> um, All right, BotCon. Uh registration was this week i guess i wasn't on the socials all day so mike it was today i guess right yep it um they had actually sent out an email earlier in the week that said hey just so you know it's not today (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh boy here we go but um yeah it dropped today which is wednesday what the 20th maybe yeah Yeah, wednesday the 20th and um Yeah, I was kind of like, ah, crap, because I had offered, um, you know, just like I did last year, I tried to say, you know, hey, if you want a, a box set, you know, you want to get the Primus package, but you don't want to pay uh, the non-attendee, blah, 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 and all that, I can pick it up for you and ship it when I get home, you know, I don't want anything extra, and again, nobody gave a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's um, gonna suck. And so I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to go, but. Then, you know, I, I made some calls to see if anybody's interested in some stuff, and yep. So I signed up as an exhibitor, and yeah, so I'm there. I just got to square up the hotel room, which shouldn't nice. be too big of an issue. So, yeah, you can come kick it with Open Your Toys' own Swage 66 at BotCon 2016. I was gonna say if you don't have a if you don't have a vinyl banner to put up, I I made a really nice open your toys vinyl banner you could hang from your table. Fuck yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, well I'll <laughs> I'll shoot a picture of it and if it looks like you you'd use it, I'll I'll ship it out. Does it have you. naked lady pictures on it? <laughs> no, I wish. Well then, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is Botcon. You go big or you go home. <laughs> No, I think so, I'm going to take a big banner with, like, Quake Wave on it. But, but it's not going to have the name. I'm just going to see what they do. <laughs> um, so, since we... I've I've done Golden Ticket, I've done Regular, but, I, of course, I've never done Exhibitor. So, 
you still get the box set, right? Nope. No, you have to pay extra for it? Fuck yeah, you do. You don't get oh, that's shit. You will actually, you know, you get one of the freebie figures that they give Primus package holders. Okay. And that's it. Crazy. So, okay. Yeah, but you, well, figure, you know, it's, I think it's actually cheaper than a box set, depending on if you so, have a membership or not. But it's pretty simple yeah. to buying the box set, um, except that you have the advantage of selling shit. You know, and yeah. you do it in the floor, you know, on the floor during dealer hours. And not only that, but, you know, that gives you early access. So, like me, I got no problem setting up either really fast or really slow and just walking around, seeing what I might be able to find for myself, mm-hmm. which That's I did fact. I did last year. And and was, this, I always thought this was funny because I was in that – I was in the floor with all the Hasbro displays, and I'm posting pictures everywhere. And I'm, like, hours ahead of, like, official websites <laughs> and this and that. And I'm getting, like, you know, people are like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. But then, like, you know, one of the, you know, like, the celebrity sites or whatever you want to call them, you know, they put up the same exact picture six hours later. They're like, oh, man, you guys are the first ones to get to see that. And I'm like, oh, my God, you <laughs> suck. Pay attention. <laughs> but I, it, it actually was cool getting getting to see, you know, everybody set up and even Hasbro setting up and filling those gigantic display cases with all the stuff. You know, that was the first time I got to see the Titan class Devastator in hand. Well, not in my hand, but in person. And, yeah, so... It's it, it's it's still worth it, you know. I mean, it's there's plenty of traffic if you're a seller. You know, there's no shortage of money to be spent, so it's it's fun. You know, you don't really get to kick it in panels and stuff like that. But the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, panels just aren't really my thing. Like, I like the action. You know, I like the hustle and bustle. That's really just where I'm at. I'll watch the videos of the of the panels later. Now I, I know on your other po- your other podcast, Toy Detox, you talked about uh, last year selling. So what was it? If you don't mind us asking, so what do you pay for a table? You said is right around a box set, right? So about four hundred. Yeah, it, it's actually, it's all publicly listed um, in the like in the botcon.com. You go to information. Um, oh, just in the <clears> flyer. Yeah, thing. so it's four fifty plus a seven dollar. Uh, whatever the hell they call online payment fee, um, which I always thought was lame. But uh, anyway, I'm not even going to talk about how it's against federal law to charge customers extra for processing fees. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nope, not there. No, it's just $7 I could have used on, you know, paying for the Internet we don't get. But (laughs) that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, it's all, it's actually, it's all publicly visible. That was really surprising to me last year. Um, when I started looking at, you know, joining with someone else to, to sell and they're giving me the numbers and I'm like, damn, like I would never know this. And then it's actually in the brochure. Like I've, you know, if you're not used to selling, you think getting into shows and even big ones is like the secretive hush, hush, you got to be super connected thing. And it's really just, oh, yeah. you know, you find the info, you pay up and you're good to go. Yeah, it's uh, so uh, San Diego has a, a ridiculous long waiting list for uh, people to display there. So if you don't do it one year, you get bumped <laughs> from being able to 
reserve your spot again. So people just, they just keep displaying uh, uh, Toy Break or, or October Toys has a small corner booth there in like the art toy area. And I think they said something, this was years ago, I talked to them about it. I think they said they paid like 3500 3, 3500 somewhere <laughs> around there, Jesus. for a little corner booth at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. That's... So so two six-foot tables instead of one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, doing the shows I do here in Ohio, the traffic and the exposure you get and the space you get in a booth is actually really comparable. You know, there's, I do, or I was doing some smaller shows that if you look at their attendance and the space you get and how much you got to pay, it was actually ended up being way out of whack. And I stopped doing them because the intake as far as sales was just not there anyway. But then I'm like, yo, BotCon is only this much and they get thousands and thousands of people. It's like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not paying you this amount of money to get not even a third of the traffic and maybe 10% of the sales, you know? And I, I mean, I, I didn't go after the promoters like that. I just thought in my head, like, it's just not, you know, it's just not worth it. I'll just keep selling online. You know, <laughs> there's no, no overhead, no travel, no nothing. But Bicon though, I mean, this, it, I was surprised, especially because, you know, I'm a nobody and I'm right down the aisle from like every major transformer e-tailer. And I still was able to be pretty successful in my trip. So I was, you know, thankful and also very optimistic. <laughs> well, and people that make it a normal pilgrimage, I mean, just like like you guys talk about on your show, David, about um, about Dave. Sorry, that sounded yeah. really weird, David. <laughs> um, you know, people save up money to go to these cons. You know, they they purposely won't pick up stuff until they can see it there and they make the decision there. So I mean, I, I mean, I know I've taken to a local toy show. I'll take a hundred bucks, and that's going to be my cap. You know, and normally I, I spend thirty at a local one. But I mean, to a bot con, a Joe con, I I plan to take five to six hundred dollars, and I usually spend that easily, and, and that's <laughs> and that's outside of the exclusives, you know. So people go to, you know, spend money and make sure they're getting a good product, you know, because they can look somebody in the face and say, you know, let me take a look at it, kind of thing. All right. Well, um, so we got a combiner image. Actually, we've gotten tons of stuff, and I just didn't have time to put it in the show notes. But um, we get to see their weird hodgepodge uh, combiner here with six new heads. And the weird, the combiner head is just so weird. It just looks like a piranha <laughs> sitting on top of his shoulders. Hmm. Um, but it's okay, I guess it's, it's not bad by any means. Um, like I say, it's bad enough that we pay a hundred dollars for these. I would never pay $500 for the kind of quality these toys are. What? Uh, Which one are you talking about? The Bacon set? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one thing. It's one thing to say, yeah, I have a Minasaur because it, literally after sales or coupons or whatever he cost me maybe 65 bucks 70 bucks 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's another thing to say, oh, look, I have this floppy, hollow mess here, and I paid 450 <laughs> of it. But me and only 1,800 other people bought it, so it's it's right. it's special, you know. So yeah, but uh, to credit them though, at least you know they've been able to get current usage, you know, release lines. You know, this is yeah, and that you know they're really no. able to capitalize on that. So even though the well, toys are still kind of. <laughs> <laughs> at least they're they're doing the smart thing and or maybe they didn't have the ability before but they're they're keeping up with what's current and they're at least advancing that part of the collection you know you're not waiting well, yeah, six I... years after you forget about a series to get an extra part of the series you know now it's it, it's all continuous yeah not since uh shattered uh not shattered glass the uh what was the one right before it, the 2007 box set that had all the Seekers in it? Um, not since that box set had they ever used new tooling that hadn't been released yet. So this is the first time we're seeing the drill tank that we know now is going to be used for Computron mm-hmm. on that right leg. So that, I mean, that, that's really cool. I mean, that's for people that are just so super excited about combiner wars and just think it's the be and end all. Um, I mean, that is kind of a cool little thing and, and they're doing the most heads they've ever done in a box set too. So that's good mm-hmm. too. And actually, you know, you'd be surprised how much, uh, just a little detail like that, you know, like having a solid helmet, and head configuration on a figure can actually change the entire aesthetic. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I'm a big, I'm not one of those guys. I like to just get one version of a mold. I'll keep buying a mold if they make it look good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so lastly, first, uh, Alec Willows was slated to be there. He's the voice of Tarantulas because this whole thing is, uh, Beast Wars based. Uh, uh, but he got another gig. And so now they're going to have, uh, Venus Terzo, which is the voice of Black Arachnia. So in my opinion, that's an even better choice. Well, yeah, she looks hot in that picture. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Excellent choice. (laughs) And did you see, uh, did you see Roger and Dave, I guess, both of you, that she was Jinx in that horrible Valor versus Venom cartoon? No, I did not see that. Yeah. So there's that. She's also a new adventures of He-Man burned. No, <laughs> she just she's spanning all the spanning everything. Are you guys so embedded in nerd that you're not excited about hot chicks? Like I look at this picture, jacked. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, yes, this is great. <laughs> See, and I I gotta say I've seen promotional pictures of voice actors in the past, and then a lot of them obviously come to these cons, and then you get there, and that picture is maybe 10 to 15 years old and she looks like Carrie um, fisher <laughs> yeah exactly and uh coveralls on <laughs> so you gotta think beast wars was what what are we coming up on that the was... 20th anniversary of beast wars 
So if she was doing voice acting, so she's got to be 40. So if she is hot, she, she'll she have to be a MILF. Or I guess she could be. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Can't she, with that. Can't she just be hot hypothetically? Hey, she could be a GILF. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, this one's more for anyone that uh, listens to us locally, if anybody listens to us locally. I, I promote it on a Colorado action figure collector group that I run on Facebook, but it's got like 20 members. Um, but they've helped me score stuff, and I've helped them score stuff, so it's doing its job. Um, our local convention, our cool one, the original one, um, Anybody that used to go to conventions back in the day, Starland was one of the most, one of the more major people putting on conventions back in the 80s. And uh, they still run a show out here in Denver called Starfest. And it was our only big, big, like big draw. Like we've had Nemo, Nemo, (laughs) Nemo, we've had Shatner here. We've had a slew of the main characters. Uh, we had Princess Leia. We've had tons of Serenity, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, this is the uh, uh, con I actually like to go to, and they've been letting Open Your Toys go um, on press ever since we started the podcast. So they've been super nice about that. They are moving to a new hotel for the first time, and I think like 20 years or something. Um, so they're going to be at the Crown Point Plaza down by DIA. Uh, the nice thing is, is this con has gotten so big over the years, it's actually done what Comic-Con did and spread out to four neighboring or three neighboring hotels. So with this move, I guess they're able to bring the entire con under one roof. And uh, this is where I went to it's a con, Mile High Sci-Fi Con. It was a, a newer one I went to this year. And the hotel's pretty nice. So uh, those for the local people or anybody that wants to fly or drive down to Denver. And then... Uh, more convention news. Something really cool is New Jersey Comic Con is coming up in April 4th, and Boss Fight Studios has announced that they're going to be there. And not only are they going to be there, they're going to have Vitruvian hacks for sale. So we know uh, they'll have those in stock. And then even cooler, or or maybe Dave, are you going completist with this line? So maybe it's not cool that they have an exclusive. Uh, they have two. Um, they have a single yeah. figure that's just for the New Jersey con. And then they have their, their convention set. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to be a completist about it. And I've, I've said on our po- I've said on the other podcast that I don't feel that being all in means that they should give me every toy they ever make. But there is, like, a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth that, you know, like, the toys aren't even out yet, and they're exclusives that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It was an expensive proposition, and to, like, go, hey, here's a figure that that wasn't included, and it's out before (laughs) you get yours. It's like, wait, what? 
Yeah, I I kind of felt the same way. I was kind of like, they're showing us, I haven't even received my full set, and they're already showing us figures that if, and I'm the same way with you, I could, I, I'm going to actually sell not, not a lot, but quite a few of my figures. Um, um, I'm not worried about missing out on these. Although it is kind of cool that the two pack snake, uh, looks like a Denver Bronco snake <laughs> since they're doing so good right now. Got to throw that in there. For yeah, man, the you guys are playing Brady this week. I know they're going to kick our ass though. I don't know how the Broncos, <laughs> I don't know how the Broncos have got, I mean, one, they're not my team, so I shouldn't act like I'm a fan of theirs, but, uh, well, that's the, the, the set with the Gorgon is the traveling, um, the traveling one. So I figure, I'll either get a shot at it or, you know, I know people, you know, I know a lot of people who go to conventions, so I'll be able to get that pretty easy. It's just yeah. the, the single well, Spartan warrior figure. And I'm like, eh, that's the half of that, that group that I'm just not really that super excited about. So what I didn't see was the single figure. Where it's is another, this? Art of, uh, guy. Oh, another, uh, oh, a super deluxe Spartan with a bunch like of that. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Something that probably you couldn't, that you could probably construct yourself, but yeah. That's... I mean, I'm sure he's got like a unique paint scheme because they all have like these amazing, I mean, that they all have amazing paint schemes. So I'm, I'm sure it's kind of got a unique pattern and everything, but it's just, it's another dude in a skirt that I can kind of, you know, eh. I mean, I'm in it, I'm in it for the snake chicks. So. Another dude in a skirt I can, eh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was an unenthusiastic. Yeah, I mean, you, I you guys thought I was going to be the weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your 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 meh sounded a little uh, a little sexual there. I did it. <laughs> it? It leads to a dirty mind like Mike's mm. or Sway. A guy in a skirt, I can. <laughs> okay. I think that says more about Mike than it does me. But we'll we'll let. I, I was <laughs> That his mind immediately went, men in skirts. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's get into toy news. First up, a bunch of Unite Warriors slash Combiner Wars news. Uh, Swage, do you want to kick us off on there? Which one? What? Huh? I just Are made a funny joke. Sh- that means I got to blank out for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he literally dropped the mic. He just didn't hear it hit the ground yeah um <laughs> uh, the unite warriors and combiner wars news oh god uh, man it was like non-stop the past week or two yeah Lord. yeah the uh the unite warriors bruticus they kind of did so the article for the notes is they're they're doing the silhouette thing funny enough but <laughs> you know the hasbro actually looks pretty respectable so not gonna be too bad I know people are actually still waiting on Onslaught to hit stores here, but I think the distributors, you know, like the big, you know, Entertainment Earth, Big Bad Toy Store, those guys, I think they're getting them. But I mean, yeah, oh yeah, I've got I've got Onslaught and um, I've got that case with the other the um, CompuBot. Yeah. Oh, no uh... <laughs> This was my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You were saying, yeah, I think they, I think the online's have them. I'm like, yes, yes, they do. They had them before Christmas. Yeah, I said online's not you. Okay. 
<laughs> well, he got Let's get back to big friends. <laughs> Men in skirts. That's the new episode title. Men in skirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so judging from Devastator, I, I can't think they're going to go wrong with this one. It'll probably look a thousand times better than Hasbro somehow, some way. And maybe even include some new tooling of sorts. Well, yeah, he definitely has he definitely has the blast off shoulder, the shuttle shoulder, there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could be. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it has, I, it's uh, definitely not the blast off jet that we're getting here. So, this is just their. This is Hasbro's and Takara's way to work together and release things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of seems like Takara's yeah. finding a good way to make Hasbro look like shit, too. <laughs> you know, because they're like, oh, here, you can have this one that we weren't quite done with, and then we will have the ringers. <laughs> you know, I guess I, I, I actually, honestly, I don't keep up with Combiner Wars very much. Um, but it does say that there's going to be a new number of blades for Vortex, so I'm assuming there's only two, possibly three, oh, on the Hasbro. So this time you get four, like a real helichopper. <laughs> and Dave, so you have your whole Bruticus together then if you have your onslaught, right? Am, am I allowed to answer that? <laughs> yeah, I have, I have Bruticus all put together. And and how do you feel the jet works with him? I mean, it works fine, but it's clearly a reused aerial bot, so like, not impressed. Good. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, kind of on that same note, uh, uh, I don't know if I put this on here. Oh, I did. It's the last item, but we'll kill that. Is uh, so it looks like. This is just going to keep happening. It's not just a one-off thing where now we're going to get Defensor's Deluxe Groove here in the United States as well. So it's one of those things. I don't mind doing that. I think that's a great way to pay people that want to pay a premium price point to get more paint, get the full team as it was meant to be, in some instances get better you know, G1 colors, but then still let the United States get that last bot a few months later, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, we'll but are we really it... getting it? Or is it like, I, I can't remember the names of the Stunticon and the Aerial bot that, like, I blinked and Toys R Us.com sold out of them. Um, no, that that's true. Hopefully they'll work on the distribution of this one because that one was not handled well whatsoever. Um, cool. Uh, sorry, Swage, I kind of stepped on you there. Um, so Computron looks like that's happening. (laughs) Swage, you still there? Sorry, my bad. (laughs) <laughs> I was I was actually having a severe leg cramp and I muted my mic and forgot <laughs> forgot to come back. Somebody gave me some bad juju for yelling at him. Sorry about that. 
Yeah, the Computron, you know, it's just artwork. And it kind of looks like some pictures, but they're all freaking weird and, like, stealthy facsimile copies of grainy yeah. pictures. So, yeah, I've never seen leaks like that before, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I think that was that nose cone in there you see as a leg. Yeah. I think, I can't remember their names. Stupid combiners. Yeah, you get, you get the left side and then you get the, you get the nose cone right leg mm-hmm. but yeah yeah and then there's a there's a pre-order who the hell is the premium collectibles and is that australian i i don't know yeah I, so they've no, got I it for the... 8291 which you know i'm sure if you converted that would be ridiculously high or low for us <laughs> i don't do math yeah. <laughs> So the thing that the only thing that worries me about the way this line is going, <clears throat> because it is going to change into Titan Wars, is I'm I'm really scared of last wave syndrome if they're going to try to get another combiner. And then there's even a Lyo Kaiser possible, which I'd assume that would probably be Japanese only, but. Yeah, that, so that's, I, that 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 to me that came out of left field because that's not like uh, that's not like somebody they've been bringing back and bringing back like you know throughout yeah, the years. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, this is totally. Um, I, I mean, I like the fact that they're they're going back so old school for something, but I kind of wonder how they're gonna fuck it up too. <laughs> well, it's all just gonna be repaints and fucking slight remolds you know there's not too much difference if you fudge a few things Mm -hmm. you know um cool uh next up here is if i can actually get back to my show notes uh hasbro star wars press release dave you want to synopsize this i i kind of glanced at it and i know what it was around yeah it's, uh, it's a little lengthy to read the whole thing but basically they they address um the idea that uh, the toys that have come out so far for the most part have been some of the earlier parts of the film it's something that people have been saying all, the, all along that it's been the earlier parts of the film uh, it's been spoiler free and now that the movie's out we're going to get more there's like an unmasked uh, kylo ren coming out there's a, I mean, there was the very, uh, there was a, a ray that came with a lightsaber, which was a whole thing. It, it popped up right <laughs> before, uh, right before the movie came out, and someone got a hold of it, and he got his Facebook account taken away from him for posting it. Yeah, the whole thing. That was, that was Arnie with Swan. Yeah, well, it was one of his people, from what I hear. Um, oh, but uh. But yeah, and so the the I think the press release is basically talking about you know there's there's more product coming. It's going to focus more on stuff that you know like people are like well why wasn't this released why wasn't that released? Um, and it sort of corresponds to something we'll talk about a little bit later on, which is that a slew of pictures have come out for all these new figures um, that would like last week there was like two days that just like pictures after picture after picture. And I think uh, writing that coat writing along with that at the same time. There's been this big sort of where's Ray? Where's Ray? Even though like I have like five figures of her, but people I was are like, say I've seen her everywhere. Yeah, it's Excuse like me. like everyone's like, <laughs> why can't we get Ray product anywhere? And it's like, uh, she's out there. But they're saying that there will be even more Ray product coming out. You know, I think partly because um, of the lightsaber. You know, there'll be more figures with her with a lightsaber now that that's kind of out of the bag that she uses the lightsaber. So yeah, 
I think it was like a, a dual purpose uh, press release. Dave, wasn't there something with a Monopoly game? Like it was released and she wasn't in it, and people were. I don't know if it came out yet, but it was. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know if it came out yet, but I know that that they only had like the they didn't have a piece with her. Um, like she wasn't one of the playing pieces, and now they're going to add her to the game because um, there was yeah. a big outcry about it. Yeah, and it's kind of like I saw somebody like, you know, everybody's bitching on Twitter about where's this where's Ray. And they should be kissing J.J. Abrams' ass that he was able to keep probably the biggest, you know, possible spoiler movie, you know, in our lifetime and kept it spoiler free. You know, it did match up to some people's rumors and that kind of stuff. So some people probably did know some inside stuff, but nothing that everybody was like, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Did you see the pics for the Matt, the radar tech uh, figure they're putting out? <laughs> yes, I did. Um, it looks it's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Did you say a radar tech? Yeah. Yes. He's a pivotal. He has a small role, but it's a pivotal character in the film. We'll talk about him a little, little later on the podcast. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. So it's in it's in one of the <laughs> things you sent me. Yeah. It is. Uh. Apparently, so the, you can click on, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I copied links. Um, well, and hopefully I copied it right. We'll see. I already see one blank space down here. But uh, all right. Uh, Vern, this was just something that I saw on the boards. It wasn't – I don't think this was something you posted about. But uh, so the new team at Maddie seems like they can't do it right either. Yep. Um, Lord mass January's the first figure for the collector's choice subscription, um, has been delayed. So, uh, due to some kind of shipping error, it's not going to get here until the end of January. However, it's up on their site to purchase right now. If you always wanted a Lord mask and, don't mind waiting another uh, week or two to get it shipped to you. So I just thought it, it's, it's interesting. You you literally, like we were talking about before the show, you just don't hear very much about Masters of the Universe classics anymore. So nope. that was at least a piece of news there. Uh, Roger, this one's yours, sir. So they... This is the Rattler reissue, yes. So it's been rumored for a long time about them reissuing the Rattler. I think it was way back when when they were doing the Tomahawk. They talked about the next one being the Rattler. And so what the deal is, is that I think they might go ahead and do it, but they're kind of sitting on the fence if they want to go with the classic A-10 Thunderbolt or they want to change it to a different vehicle. And keep uh, it in its Rattler blue. So basically, a Sky Striker, a blue Sky Striker is what it would be. Oh, really? Oh. Well, I mean, if they were if they were going to do it that way, it would be a blue. I mean, isn't that what they they they've kind of milked that mold for like a couple of years now? <laughs> yeah, but the Rattler is it's iconic. It's the A10 Thunderbolt. It's like it has to be that. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying yeah. if, if Hasbro's talking about doing something else, that's probably what they'll do. But no, it should yeah, absolutely yeah. be the A-10 Thunderbolt. Otherwise, why call it the Rattler? 
Now, I never owned the vintage. Dave was the reissued ones that were Target exclusives, or maybe just the was just the uh, Tiger Rat paint. Was that the Target exclusive? And the Rattler was available everywhere. Did they do a Rattler in 25th? I know they did the Tiger Rat, but I don't remember if they yeah. did a 25th. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, did, they the did the. Did they, okay. they did the Rattler and the Conquest in standard colors, and then they did Python and Tiger. And yeah, that was a Target time. exclusive. Even the real, even the oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, the Rattler itself was a Tiger. It was a Target exclusive. So was that remolded like they did the Tomahawk? Well, and the Sky Striker is completely different, but no. remolded to fit the figures. No, it was uh, completely remolded from the original. The only thing they changed was the um, the hatch on the top of the gunner. They got uh-huh. rid of the, the two little tiny little pegs that hold it in because oh, it keeps okay. snapping off. But other than that, it's the complete – like they have the mold for this vehicle. I don't know why they would change it. Well, because the bigger – I mean I know with the Tomahawk, the big thing was is the, the more recent like Pursuit of Cobra and 50th and all that – wouldn't fit in that well. So they kind of retooled the cockpit, didn't they? Yeah, but they said they wouldn't do that again. That was like the one time that they would oh, actually retool okay. the, the cockpit. If anything, okay. you'll just lose some of the detailing in the cockpit itself to fit the figure. But I see, I see. Cool. Um, so I guess uh, for me, I, I own those two releases from target so i really don't have a a dog in this fight unless they remold and or do a different vehicle roger what do you want i have, what would you like to see i have both the vintage versions i would definitely pick up a, a modern version i never got the target exclusive one so i'm in sweet and sorry go ahead no <laughs> I'm Why done. In? Why you in my done. Shit? Don't ask me shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, I think you're the only other one with a horse in this race. What what would you like to see? I mean, I would like to see a new mold, which I don't know is going to happen. Otherwise, could I, I have a vintage one too? And it's like if it's just basically the same toy, I'm 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 out for like you know for what it would cost to buy the vintage toy these days. Yeah, I'm out. So you talking about an update to to the Thunderbolt, or are you talking about a different vehicle? I'm go? talking about an update. I'm up uh, an updated like like the Tomahawk, an update or Eagle okay. Hawk, um, an updated version of of the original design. Okay. Sweet. Um, this is one I added. Actually, I'm going to skip that one. So. No one will know what that one is because it's actually not on there yet. So, Swage, the next one's you, sir. The one you were very excited about, which I found very interesting. I, I know you're obviously a Soundwave fan mm-hmm. in general, but I didn't think a, a a general line Titans return leader Soundwave would get you so excited. You know what this this does? Because the only real like updated iteration of sound we've gotten since what the universe line when you know they redid the machine wars um 
you know, they did the video games, which were great figures. They made a deluxe and a Voyager, but they've never made anything that really harkens back to G1. And yep. this this kind of fucking nails it, like, as far as what their current line is doing and mixing that with G1. Now, do I think it looks amazing and perfect? No. But it finally gets you something that, you know, fits somewhat with your Chug collection or what's currently out. And a lot of people, I think, are getting fucked up. If you look at, like, the fourth picture and it shows the head <clears throat> and it looks separated from the body like there's this big neck on him. Uh-huh. I think most people are actually seeing that, and they think that that neck is going to be present, but they're failing to see that that's really just artwork, and that's kind of just showing, you know, the headmaster gimmick. That's why it's all sparky looking and all that. Yeah. But you know, then you look at the the posed picture, like the actual product photography, and dude, that head mold looks fucking awesome. The, yeah. The chest looks cool. I don't really get the rifle, other than they're probably just reusing the one that Blasters is coming with. But I mean, he—that's a solid entry. I mean, for a twenty twenty-five dollar toy, that's pretty slick. And he has a headmaster, which doesn't make sense to me, but fuck it—it's just extra stuff. And then you know, and the you know the base mode, I like that just because it adds playability. You know, getting more into vintage figures, this is actually something that I actually am falling back in love with with the old stuff, like Fort Max, for example may actually overtake Soundwave as my favorite toy. Holy shit. Just wow. because there's so much shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, you're not just turning him from a robot to a truck or something, you know, which is plenty fun and plenty badass. But with Fort Max, like, you know what I mean? There's just so much crap to do. There's so much stuff you can incorporate into, like, either displaying it or photography, I mean, whatever you want to do. And that's that's actually something I really like about this these particular figures, these, you know, these larger leader size figures is, you know, like you get the base and then you have like little weapon storage and you can add other stuff to it and make it more, um, you know, diverse with what you can do with it as opposed to just, you know, it's sound wave or it's sound wave, you know, now it's, it's sound wave or a headmaster or guys you can add in there or weapon storage, you know, and all that kind of thing. So for me, this is this is a really really good one. I'm actually really impressed that they did this. <laughs> yeah, for and so for non Transformers guys, first chance to get you know minimally in the robot form a really good G1 looking larger, so leader class. So we're talking somewhere around 10, 11 inches. Uh, any want for this? You know, probably forty five bucks if you see it in a store. I think it looks horrible, but that's just me. Really? What? I'm a huge sound oh, fan, you know but scrolling, I think it's fucking stupid, man. Scrolling down, actually, there is another picture that it does look really fucked up. The head looks totally yeah. different than the other ones. So that, see, yeah. I wonder if that's going to get fixed or what's going on with that. So the one that, that has that red and yellow does look like the headmaster head, whereas the one where he's posed... Yeah, that looks, looks like, like a regular Soundwave head. Yeah. yeah, so I wonder if they're going to have the option for both, because that really would be ideal, you know, because then you could even have the little guy running around, you know, just hanging out as a minion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd be a, then he'd be a Power Master or a Target Master. But, well, not a Target Master because he's not a weapon. But... Power Master maybe, because they didn't really do anything, but... 
sits on. So. <laughs> uh, Vern, yeah, like, any chance of you picking this up? Um, I don't know if I'd pick him up, but I, I mean, I do like him. Um, he's he looks like the vintage figure, which is right up my alley. Um, I do think it's cool how he like opens up and turns into a base and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'd probably pick him up if, if for the right price. I don't know if I'd pick him up for forty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I accidentally said twenty twenty five because I'm I'm thinking of what I will end up paying, right. not what's going to be available for. Twenty five, probably not. Yeah, that's my bad. My bad. I got dealer issues on the brain. <laughs> and then Dave, uh, are you for sure in? Is is there a place for him, Dave? Uh, actually, no, because um, my my Soundwave area is pretty full up, and I have Masterpiece Soundwave, so I'm I'm pretty happy with that, basically. Me, 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 me. I'm sorry <laughs> that I have something better than apparently you do. So. <laughs> I have the Masterpiece as well. I I, don't, I wouldn't go back to this. I, I think it looks <laughs> fucking stupid. Thank you. Well, and, and Swayze has had the Masterpiece multiple times. So you should learn to keep hold of it a, then. <laughs> oh, I'm going to teach you how to get a hold of it in a minute here, motherfucker. <laughs> this is a good thing that I never realized, and I don't know if I just didn't listen enough, listen close enough on other times where he talked about this, but so Swage's philosophy is if a toy becomes too expensive, he sells it. <laughs> so if it's not worth it for him to accidentally break the toy, he doesn't even want to have it, and and that's when he knows to sell something. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, the only, like the only shit that I'm going to have that's going to be worth more than like 150, 175 is going to be Fort Max stuff. Like I'm I'm hunting down a Brave Max right now. And I might even just chalk up and get another Encore Fort Max, but it's going to have to be something like that. That or, you know, like some crazy variant of Omega Supreme. But other yeah. than that, it's, you know, I'm not paying $300 for a vintage cassette, you know, none of that kind of stuff. It's just, this is not for me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good limit to put on collecting, that's for sure. Um, so, uh, Matty Q and a, uh, so we talked about this a little bit, Vern, did you ever have a chance to read that? Yeah, I did. I took a look at it. Um, it, you're talking about the shipping issue. Yeah. Where it says, yeah. if you choose monthly shipping, it'll ship out the same yeah. in the same shipment. Did I read that right? That it sounds like they're saying they have combined shipping. Um, now? let me, the question was, it says, have you worked a way to combine all the shipping I'm sorry, combine all the subscriptions for 2016. When Thundercat comes out where there will be three separate subs that we know of on Digital River and the ability to combine them would help with the current shipping costs. And they replied, hopefully we will have something like that worked out. Digital River is an ongoing area. We are trying to improve for you guys, but it takes time. We're very aware of the burden that shipping creates for multiple items. So we have been discussing ways to try and lighten the load for the fans. Yeah, and then and then the fine print on the Third Earth subscription, so the Thundercat subscription. Right, I have that pulled up right now. Let me see. Okay. Now, so see if you can see down at the bottom where it talks about the shipping. It says combined shipping. It says have other subscriptions. All subscription orders from all brands with product releases in the same month 
will ship together regardless of whether they are purchased in the same transaction. They must have the same yeah. billing address, uh, payment details, or shipping method in order to be shipping combined. Uh, so I think they finally shut yeah. the fanboys up yeah. about that one is what it seems well, like. It should be. That's the way it should have been from the beginning. Well, and, and so here's the funny thing, though, is um, so that whoever asked that question on He-Man.org was wrong. There will only be two subscriptions going at the same time because Classics doesn't start till the end of the year after Collector's Choice is done. Um, but anyways, uh, if you do the quarterly shipping – you know, the two a month or with Third Earth, what's really weird is they're offering an all-in-one shipment because it's only, what is it? It's only four months. Yeah, they're triple off- ship option, yeah. Yeah, no, not even triple ship. It's it's all one thing. They're offering that option. So huh. in December, you will get the entire subscription in one shipment. I couldn't wait that long. I'd have to have them. Uh, that's what I did. I I don't. I can watch reviews and and then just be happy knowing that I'm having them. Yeah. You know. So I chose that. But for people that do want to do the month to month, you know, especially people that just want to have it in hand, I mean, that's amazing that they finally worked that out. Yeah. It's easier for me just the way I budget my money to spend on toys to do it month to month. It. December was a fucking yeah, hit and a half. They had a three – I with the quarterly shipping option, I had a $300 bill from them, not including Matty Day sales and all the other crap I bought. So, um, Yeah, fuck you, see. fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quit your fucking bitching. Um, and then they talked about some – First shots that hit, yeah, hit eBay. eBay. Do you know anything about this? No, I, I didn't it. hear about it. Yeah, this. I was just reading it. Apparently some test shots or some pictures came up of like a fake or two. And uh, <laughs> Maddie just basically said uh, they did change the ankle articulation. It's a bit different. And that um, since these figures were like early versions, they've been improved since then. So, um, you know, it does look like the ankles are going to be a bit different with, I guess, the 2.0. Uh, figures yeah and i tried to do a completed search on ebay i don't know if mattel was able to like get those removed yeah i haven't found anything but but yeah i couldn't find anything um besides a despera first shot but even she didn't have these ankles but it's interesting that they commented on that because in the past when when sites events asked that question they've said they can't they can't comment on illegally obtained figures, period, or something like that. Yeah. Um, Roger, next up, this one missed. I missed this one. So it's actually pretty talk- cool. The loyal subjects and their uh, vinyl pop heads figures. So they showed a wave two, and they're actually doing guys with vehicles now. That is awesome. So they have a vamp here with a clutch. Uh, I see a fang and a... Oh, shit. Sorry. 
I'm just freaking out. I didn't Slicks see down. The Slicks down. Slicks <laughs> down. Like and they also did a watchtower as well. Yeah, the watchtower is an interesting choice. Yeah, I know. I figured they would do it on a his tank, but a watchtower, I, I would get it. I love the I love the the colored picture of the vamp itself. If you scroll down, you'll see pictures of it. Yeah, it looks unbelievable. Well, and, you're, and you're a vamp fanatic, right? Don't yeah, you have yeah, like I love some the of the most rare versions of the vamp ever. Yeah. And like, if you guys didn't know, they came out with like seven. Was it seven vintage versions of the vamp or something? You were telling me. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think I have six of them. I'm just missing one actually. And what's that one? So I it's can the, start trying to outbid you on your day. <laughs> it's the Canadian Sears exclusive green vamp, and it ha- has the shovel molded in the front of it, like the tan vamp did. Yeah, if you guys didn't know, that Dave may know that, uh, that it's come in different colors and different moldings. And then, of course, not to mention some of the exclusive, like, Dreadnought version and yeah, All the Dreadnought version of the MSV Stinger Mail Away Tan Vamp, regular Tan Vamp. Well, awesome. Well, I, again, did we say? Does somebody have one of these loyal subject action figures? Does yeah, Vern does. They... He has the Masters ones, I think. No, I haven't gotten them yet. I just pre-ordered them. Yeah. Oh, that's what we talked about. Those... Yeah. Oh, you don't have so. the super hookup like other people? No. <laughs> you don't have a guy in China no. sending him to you off the back oh, I, will, I will buy stuff from them China eBay sellers if I can get my hands on it. <laughs> I have. I bought my sorceress that way for Master for uh, um, I mean, she didn't have accessories, but I mean, I bought her for like 20 bucks. I yeah. wonder if the Master's vinyl heads would fit in here as well. I don't know. That would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, if you could start crossing. These Joe ones look really good too. Um. All right. Next up, 2015 poppies. So, um, one of the godfathers of toy reviews. Uh, not the fancy video reviews that everybody does nowadays, but actual written and photographed reviews. Uh, Michael Crawford runs. Uh, mwctoys.com he he specializes in a lot of high-end stuff um he was one of the first people to review uh sideshow stuff first people to do hot toys stuff um and he's just an amazing photographer uh so he runs a really great site he does a competition called the poppies and this is basically a uh, an award uh not show but awards for uh, toys, and then he also has that those dirty words, statues and busts <laughs> in there as well. Um, but does really cool things like best studio, best female figure, 5 to 11 inches, best female figure under 5 inches. So what's kind of cool is you get a real cross uh, – uh, you get – you get a lot of different figures in the same category. So you have best male figure, uh, five to 11 inches. So you're thinking, okay, we have our He-Mans, our NECAs, that kind of stuff. Well, also Ultra Magnus is in that category, you know. So um, 
really cool way he puts this together. He has um, he has a judges panel of 150 people, uh, me included, um, that do the nominations for this. And there's this whole secret uh, board that you can go to to nominate figures and companies and talk with all these, you know, they're designers from toy companies, bloggers, podcasters, uh, people in the industry, sculptors, all kinds of crazy people. Um, but he also does a people's choice based off of the ballot that gets created by these nominations. Uh, so there's a link on the show notes. Uh, Mike did a great job or sorry, he did a great job of pointing that out on the post where the show notes is. Uh, and I never thought about that. It really isn't that <laughs> easy to see. It's at the top of OpenYourToys.com every week. The link is to the most current show we have out. So right now it's episode 95, um, but we'll have this episode up there. So you can click this link, go over there and vote for a really cool action figure thing that it, it's not crazy and uh, it's not crazy long. It will take you five to 10 minutes. Um, but what's awesome is he literally links to every single nominated toy, whether it be on his site or another site or a fan site. So I, I, he puts a lot of work into this ballot. I don't see any G.I. Joe in here. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. Gung-ho made best male figure under four inches or something like that. What? I, I, I actually voted for Who the fuck voted that? that? You voted for Gung-ho. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm right. You fucking don't... hate mail on this dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Hasbro, yes. GI Joe, yes. Gun ho, no. You didn't like that gung ho? No, that's fucking retarded. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> All right, Dave. Did you like the gung ho? You could be the tiebreaker here. It was okay. It was fine. <laughs> There is no okay or fine on the voting here. I was going to say, <laughs> you said no, I said yes, and he said maybe. Yeah, and then there's like Big Bang Theory Lego. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's Big a no. Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. for set no, minifigs. Like yeah. Fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> Yet another well, thing with a hot chick that you guys don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love Big Bang. Anything anything geeky, I can get my wife. That to show is such a fucking time. hack. It's such a hack. Like anything else, isn't. You it's know? a minstrel like, show fucking... for nerds, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? It's a bad thing. Like, is not nerds like insulted by that no. show? I no. am. I am. Oh, Dave, you are insulted about a lot of things that you feel that they're making fun of nerds. And I can just, I can laugh at it. You know, I just, I don't take it that personally. It's not even about laughing at it. It's it's that show pats you on the head and goes, look, it's a Star Trek thing. You people (laughs) like Star Trek. (laughs) Ha ha ha, you're so cute. Look, it's a computer game thing. You people like computer games. Look, it's a toy. You people like toys, even though you're adults. <laughs> you're so cute. 
That's when you see say, that? yeah, but I banged your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't mind the patronizing that it does and a lot of other things do. I just don't mind it. I, I think because I can relate to the jokes, I know of the things they're talking about, uh, I find it enjoyable. I can't relate because I don't have Asperger's, so... <laughs> that show fucking sucks well on that note let's go ahead and take a break uh, and hopefully I don't accidentally disconnect this call here um, but uh, so we will be right back with a store report which we actually have quite a bit of news there uh, oh no we'll be back with uh, third party okay, Sorry. I'll say the, uh, the deluxe groove link is no longer working. Oh, they, awesome. uh, I did find one other article, but it's just another silhouette of a Unite Warriors combiner. So, well, there you go. So either they're putting a cease and desist on these people, or it's just proven false. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back with third party news. So peace, 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 peace. Fuck Big Bang Theory. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Cobras attack here on Winter Outpost. Call on the members of the G.I. Joe team. And here's Gung Ho, Airborne, Doc, and Snow Job. And every Joe has a two-handed battle grip. Get aboard the Battle Bear. It's G.I. Joe to the rescue. G.I. Joe. The American hero. We chased off Cobra. Let it go, Joe. G.I. Joe Battle Bear. Joe and Cobra figures each sold separately from Hasbro. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into third party. Uh, Switch, why don't you go ahead and do the the last minute one that we're throwing in here. Oh, just talking about some of the new third party MP style figures that have been dropping in, in stock and shipping. Uh, one I got was the Bad Cube Sun Surge, a.k.a. MP uh, Sunstreaker. Holy shit. <laughs> Two-word review. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, friggin' gorgeous. Solid. Uh, Bad Cube is notorious for being... Oh, man, what's the word here? Tedious. Lots of engineering. Oh, in the, the transfer... Yeah, yeah, the transformations. Transformations are a, a labor, but he is absolutely worth it. One of the better ones to come out. Nice and heavy, the the alt mode, the Lamborghini is just jaw-dropping, and you get a ton of accessories. So, for example, it comes with chrome rims, and uh, or chrome wheels and chrome spoiler already on. They give you a whole set of wheels and a new spoiler, or two spoiler pieces that are just painted silver, if, you're, if you like the paint to look better. Uh, adjustable height, so... If, you know, you like them a little bit shorter, you're okay with them a little bit shorter than, say, Lambor. Or you can tilt up the ankles, get them up to perfect MP height. Absolutely, absolutely can't recommend it enough. Friggin' awesome. So that was one. And another one that dropped in that I haven't been able to get, though, is... Uh, what is the technical name? Uh, the Voodoo Robots... God, what's it? Like, Salus, I think. 
Oh, their ratchet, which is their is ratchet. That... Yeah, and yeah. this one looks pretty solid. The my my main gripe is the back looks incredibly sloppy. Uh, the picture we have in the notes though comes from Tyler the Collector on Instagram. Uh, he got that in pretty early, and he gave it some pretty good reviews. Uh, the mold overall looks excellent in in bot mode. Um, like I said, my my only gripe is just the the backpack looks pretty pretty much like trash but you know if you don't stare at the back of your toys you should be good to go so now the uh black the the black e-hobby essentially version that uh voodoo did for tfcon diaclone oh diaclone yeah that's, that's that right okay um oh and e-hobby was doing a diaclone reference as well that makes sense um uh People were bitching about the plastic quality. Did they improve it on on this ratchet? Mm, that one, I don't know. I didn't really hear much about the quality of the plastic as much as I did that the transformation was kind of a bastard. Oh, okay. So that one, I, yeah. I, I can't really argue one way or the other. Yeah, I just know a few people I saw, like they're like, nope, selling it, you know, bought it gonna sell it yeah the the guys i know that picked it up at tfcon and had it like in rooms and when i was looking at it they you know once they got it to, to bot mode they thought that part was okay but because of the finicky transformation and the shitty instructions they were just like yeah this was this is not for me so but this one though you know that that's one of those things though because that's I thought that was weird that they came out with a Diaclone homage before the regular, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the regular Deco, because even though that's where Takara is going, you know, they're releasing Diaclone versions of pretty much every mold now. Uh, it's still, a, a Diaclone ratchet is not exactly like at the top of many people's grails. <laughs> the grail yeah. list, that's just kind of like one of those. I mean, you can get an e-hobby diaclone ratchet right now for probably 30 bucks shipped yeah so and that's that's really telling you something because most e-hobby figures are worth stupid amounts of money yeah exactly yeah all those diaclone throwbacks they do um next up we actually have non-transformer third-party news uh g1ers we talked about uh some of his uh lego sets um back on our first show together and then he called you a lying piece of crap (laughs) (laughs) he actually reached out to me uh or to the show i should say not specifically to me uh talking about that he wanted to answer some of the questions we had um he he said you know and and he didn't say correct, but he said clarify. clear up some misconceptions. Yeah, clarify some misconceptions that we had. Um, I've been emailing with him. It doesn't look like he'll be able to make it on the show, but I told him just record something, call into the voicemail, or he may just even send in like a statement. Um, <laughs> but that was kind of cool that that we uh, that we got to hear from him. Because he is putting putting out two of my favorite vehicles of all time, any line, any type of vehicle. Um, he is doing the Whale and the Manta next. So I'm sure everybody's familiar with the Whale. But the Manta, 
was my first mail away thing that I ever got. Uh, that's why I love it so much. It was the mail away. Uh, what are those called? Windsurfing boards? Yeah, windsurfers. windsurfers. Yeah, I love that too. I had that as a kid. I'm out away for that. That was. I used to play in a bathtub with that all the time. Dude, and how the whole thing would fold up yeah. into a backpack. I mean. Granted, a ridiculously large backpack, <laughs> but still a backpack. Um, and then the coolest thing that I always thought is that it it had a moment on the cartoon, too. Like, they figured out how to show people coming in on armored uh, windsurfers uh, uh, part of the cartoon. So I've always been in love with this <laughs> thing. Um, so based on his other prices, I, I'm thinking his whale will, and he may have even responded back. I should have checked my email before we came on the show, but, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I haven't checked my mail in two days. We so can't maybe... do anything right. <laughs> uh, so his, that hovercraft, I I see that easily being probably a hundred to maybe even a hundred and fifty. Um, but the manta, the manta will be probably more reasonable around maybe ten, twelve bucks. Uh, the manta is going to have the his first ever produced part for one of his sets. So he's always reused existing parts. This one he actually produced a exclusive part for. <laughs> So that's kind of cool. Um, I think we all gave our opinions on G.I. Joe Lego knockoffs and not his product, but Creo, that kind of thing on the last show. Uh, finally, Fans Project Core <laughs> releases their final exclusive for being part of their uh, membership. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was hoping. I was hoping that uh, Swage had, had an opinion about this. So, oh. uh, so for people that didn't know, FP Fans Project Core is a spinoff of actual Fans Project. It's an American project where they're trying to build a community around Fans Project. Um, and they what they've really done is try to create... Uh, fiction for it, and this is where you get a lot of their war bots. Their war bots nowadays are, are at least um, one of them has been a unique design, kind of, um, and that's kind of where they were headed with this. So it was kind of cool. You uh, you could do the membership, and really what you were doing was you were buying the trailer to one of their figures. Steel core. Um, yeah, to their steel core figure. Um, and then you would get uh, you would get two or three exclusives, it said. Um, so the exclusives were actually pretty good, the last two. I've kind of dug them. One was their steel core. They had core kind of like headmasters or power masters or breast masters actually is what they're most like. They had cores which stuck to the front of their robots and these transformed into little guys. Or the back, like on a revolver and Oh yeah, the back. You're yeah, right. Rift shot recoiler. Right. They were on the back. 
Um, so uh, the first one was an exclusive color of one of their core guys. The second one was really cool and got some fans pissed off. I mean, it's like you can't win. You either you're pissing off the people that subscribe to you because they don't like the exclusive or you're pissing off the people that didn't subscribe because it's a cool exclusive that they should be able to get to. It's it's like you can't win. Uh, the, the second exclusive was a uh, their um, oh God, not their not their smart. It was Smart Robin was the name, but yeah. it was what's the original one? Smart Robin. No, that's that's their that's their oh their take toy on name. Yeah, brainstorm. Brainstorm. There you go. Yeah. Is it the most wildest combat team in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so their third one is a sticker album. A fucking sticker book. <laughs> they winner, said winner, chicken the dinner. They, they said, said if we can't the... win, you can't win. <laughs> <laughs> they said from the beginning. Not all of them will be toys. Uh, so it's a 12-page sticker book akin to those old stickers you would you would buy like uh, baseball cards. But they were smaller than baseball cards. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah you can get the, uh, yeah, the cartoon sticker books. Fucking temporary tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about here. This is like some carnival quarter machine shit. See, now I'm nostalgic for this shit. This is like what I grew up with, and it's all based around they did a throwback combiner, like a G1-style combiner that is still to this day one of my favorite third-party toys ever. And this is a sticker book for it. So maybe I'm a little – I am a little biased because I grew up with these sticker books, and I love that figure. Um and you like Big Bang Theory, so... Um, <laughs> and you hate hot chicks. And you hate hot chicks. <laughs> no, I never said I hated hot chicks. I'm just going to send you a fucking Burlington Coat Factory catalog for Christmas. <laughs> Here, does this make you happy? <laughs> and so send all your hate mail up. to Swage. <laughs> So the big hubbub here is it doesn't even come with all the stickers. Yeah. You still have to collect <laughs> the rest of the stickers. And, of course, no mention of how you will actually do that, whether it'll be easy. So people feel that they're just they're not even to be able to get them all because you're going to have to buy figures or go to cons or subscribe again or whatever. But Well, it's I think it looks like they're going to be blind packed somehow. And then you just have to find people that have the ones you want, you know, oh, really? like, which is like really old school. It's like people that used to trade like Mickey Mouse autographs or some shit. But know. you'd have to inject extras. That's maybe you'll get a bunch and you possibly will have the extras that would encourage trading. But yeah, right, I will say they have a sequence, you know, of like 12, you know, you might only get four like a series of four numbers. So you'll get yeah. like number one, three, five, seven, and then you'll get like two of each or, yeah. three, or three of each or whatever. 
Exactly. Yeah, if you did that, I could see that. That's so lame. Stupid. And what gets me is is that set was really solid. Like, I mean, I don't I don't know if I'd say it was one of my favorite third parties like you, but it, it was definitely for an original design. I mean, they oh. they really went way out of their way to do something different, and you know, put their put their ass on the line with that, and it came out really nice. But this is just. <laughs> This, and and you know what makes it worse is they just had this little press release thing where they have these these dino whatever the fucks pretender type things. Yeah, that pretender shells. Yeah, and they have this thing. Well, we we can't really afford to make them all, so we're only going to make a couple. And and people are like, "Oh, you guys are such a great company, blah blah blah," because you're so honest about it. I'm like, this business just told you that they don't want to bet on their product, so they're only making X amount. So all they're doing is making you more interested, which is their job, and they're also basically saying that they don't know how to make money. (laughs) Well. They're like, well, the cost of the tooling, it doesn't even fucking transform, dude. There's no tooling. It's a fucking mold. But anyway, this is is getting out of control. This sucks. This is stupid. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Nothing else to see here. All right. Can I hear from the more positive side of the podcast? Fern, Dave, what are your thoughts on this? (laughs) Vern, what do you think? I kind of like it. You know what I mean? The book doesn't bother me. Um, Well, it's... (laughs) I used to collect those baseball card books back in the day with the stickers, you know? So it kind of has a, you know, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit, but I, I don't hate it, you know. Um, it's not too bad. Dave, any positive thoughts on this topic? I'm positive. I'm with Swage on this one. It's kind of, <laughs> it feels like a crummy ripoff, really. So, meh. Damn it. Damn it. We're outvoted. We oh, spent all but... our money on our limited, super limited crap that we don't know how to make money on so we're giving you a fucking poster <laughs> that's what this is one argument against you Dave is but when Warpo Toys did this slew okay. of but that was all supplemental that wasn't like like you got the toys oh, this is... and then you got well I thought this was like your big bonus for signing up for the club where, like, no, you get, the, you the get three bonuses. Yeah, it's one. This of is them. a grand finale. Well, granted, they weren't released in very good order. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they they should have thrown the shitty one in the middle. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What you're gonna get, and then they gave it to you, and then you got extra stuff. Not like I guess that's, that's true. good for you. It's a special thing, and then it was like you know. A sticker book. <laughs> All right. Store reports. Uh, BB-8 target displays. Dave, this is yours, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't really think it was a store report per se, but um, there's a petition on, I think it's change.org. Um, target destroys all its store displays. Like, they always have. Um, they. I, I don't know if some sneak out the back, but I think it's pretty rare for Target. But they, they do aggressively destroy their displays, and for Force Awakens, they had this little BB-8 thing that every time you walk by the aisle, it would beep and chirp and its head would spin around. And it was neat. 
And so there's there's a petition on change.org to try to, to convince them to like not destroy these. Now, I think that's more a Lucasfilm thing than a than a Target thing. Yeah, I was, but yeah, I was gonna say Target is pretty out of all of them. Target's the most hardcore about making sure that stuff gets absolutely destroyed. So, I would cry if they destroyed those. I would love to have one of those. Sign the petition. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's what every place is supposed to do. Movie theaters with all their standees and all those special things. Everything's supposed to be thrown away. Shit, man. I used to work in a movie theater, man. We would brawl over some shit. (laughs) Mm -mm, That was not going in the trash unless it was uh, fucking hell. Like it was like a Julia Roberts movie or some shit. (laughs) Yeah, I was walking through the mall and the Disney store has, you know, a Force Awakens display and it must be. 20 feet long by like 10 feet high, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, somebody's going to get that. I can't see them throwing that away, but I guess you know, never know. At, at Toys R Us, I know the posters in the uh, video game section, you write, the employees write their name on the back and that's, <laughs> that's who gets it when it's done. Huh? Oh yeah. Cool. Out, of, out of my Toys R Us, it's whoever meets me in the hallway. <laughs> they gonna get it. <laughs> you give me my Crash Bandicoot poster. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I was gonna point out some of the stuff you guys submit. I kind of repurposed and put in different places. You'll see. Uh, you'll see some of your stories are in online. I I just tried to spread it over the categories a little bit. So that's why it was talking about something in a store. So I put it in store report. <laughs> um, price increases. So uh, Toys R Us has increased the price of five point of articulation figures to nine dollars for star wars so just two years ago they said this was such a good idea because it allows them to put out a figure at a five dollar price point uh that'll have a five dollar price point oh yeah when they first did the yeah when they first did the five points of articulation the main line i know the avengers ones were like seven bucks but yeah Yeah, no when they first came out with them they were five bucks then they quickly went up to six and then we saw eight oh is this for like for rebels or whatever yeah yeah any of the five points the whatever they call them the the desert and snow assortments or whatever i I, I know but like i i think by the time they got to force awakens they they'd crawl they'd crept up a little Oh yeah, no, they were they launched with eight dollars. Yeah, I, I was like, wait, when was it five dollars? I don't remember this, but yeah, it was like, <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah, I got. It you, was I got never five dollars in Canada. I tell you that right now. <laughs> so, so that's pretty crazy. So we're talking five points of articulation, almost ten dollars. Ten dollars with tax, depending on where you live. Well, the the rumor is going around that the new uh, four inch Marvel figures were going to be twenty bucks a pop. Jesus, what? Well, I think that's been debunked, but I mean that was people were you know were saying that was what it was going to be. So speaking speaking of Hasbro Super Articulated, the Black Series is now fifteen dollars. I've seen reports of it, and I checked my stores here, and my stores are fifteen dollars. For the exclusive Black Series three and three quarter now. Here they're twelve fifty. 
if you want them, get them now. Yeah. It, it's going around. It won't be long until they're they're all that price. I I believe. There's no Christmas to bring them down. Right. They're going to sit at that price till the end of the year, probably. Um, speaking of Walmart, they are closing 154 stores internationally. So these aren't just all in the United States. Um, they are closing two here in Denver. Unfortunately, and this is probably why you could always find the exclusives, they're, they're closing one where if I ever couldn't find an exclusive, I'd go there and they would have it. It's way on the outside of town, so obviously it didn't do very good, and that's why they're closing it. So that kind of sucks for me. And then uh, and then another one that's on one of my normal toy runs tier. Yeah, they, they closed the one in South Baltimore where I grew up. Um, that's, you know, like inner city. And that was like the only Walmart for anyone around the area to have. And uh, they built like a big development, like right down the water. And uh, Walmart moved in there and like a Home Depot. And then nothing else, nobody else moved in. And it stayed vacant for like years. And the uh, founder of Under Armour uh, is from here, from Baltimore. He actually bought the entire development that Walmart closed down. And they're going to re, he's going to re like reinvent that whole entire area. But that was one of my toy run Walmarts too. Gone. Actually, it looks like the article says 269 globally are getting shut down. 154 is just in the United States. Oh, it is. This was closed Sunday, this past Sunday. It's already shut. Huh. What, they aren't making billions of dollars a day, therefore they're fucking closing stores? Well, I knew when they said they were going, that they weren't doing the 24 hours anymore, that something was going on. Because, you know, that was their big thing. They were open 24-7. And then now, you know, very few stores are are open 24-7 anymore. So now, because we are kind of niche collect, well, some of us are niche collectors. Like Mike, do you even do the hunt? Do you go to multiple stores trying to find toys, or, or do you pretty much do everything online? Uh, generally, I'm just online, but I have found that when I do go to a store. I find myself going to multiple stores because <laughs> it, like, it's just like, it's so rare for me, you know, like I work, I try to sell online. I try to do, you know, photography and podcasting that like, I just don't really care about going to stores. You know what I mean? Like I just don't have the time or the mentality for it, but you know, I'll go grocery shopping, but I'll be like, Hey, I'll stop over here first just to see, just to see, even okay. though I know in my head, well, they're not going to have any G1 reissues, and they're not going to have <laughs> the Brave Max you want. They're not going to have Sun Surge. I, you know, I, it, you know, it's still a habit. If I go out and I'm like at, you know, a shopping plaza, or whatever, I'll go to anyone I think could even possibly have a toy. So, Vern, you don't collect very much that you can buy at a store, right? Um, I still like to do the hunt. I mean, with my job. I'm always on the road in different areas. So if I have a slow day, you know, I'll find myself wandering to Walmarts, Targets, uh, you know, Walgreens, anywhere else, especially if I'm looking for something. Uh, I do like the hunt, you know. I, I, I get, like, an extra satisfaction out of finding something in the wild. And, Roger, you don't do much hunting, do you? Oh, yeah, I do tons of hunting. I don't actually just collect G.I. Joe, like... I do collect other lines, and they're they're in stores. So yeah, I'm always in Walmart. I'm always in Toys R Us. What are some of the other lines? 
Uh, I collect uh, the new uh, the new turtles line. Um, what else? Um, always kind of looking for Batman stuff, superhero stuff. Yeah, I kind of I I still do the hunt on regular basis, and I'll walk I'll walk what I call the three main aisles of collectibles just to look at everything. So, yeah, is there an they, aisle that you avoid? I always avoid the Lego aisle. I'm so scared I'm going to buy a Lego set. And I'll have 35,000 Lego sets. Yeah, I do the, I, like, the reserve walk in there where I'm just like, uh, it's a slippery slope, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> I I mainly walk it just hoping to find that magical clearance sticker on a set I've been looking at for a long time. Because, yeah, I, I pretty much stick to sets probably 30 bucks or less. Um but yeah, I, I walk it all the time. But my big thing now, especially with Target, Target clearanced out tons of Call of Duty stuff, the Mega Blocks. And and I really dig that stuff. Those Mega Block figures are, are really cool. And the way they're doing Legos with the modern military, or not even modern, but just the military theme, I love those. So if they're cheap enough, I, I'll pick those up. Um, Dave, I, I know you hunt, right? Uh, not really. I, I go to Toys R Us every, maybe once or twice a week, but it's basically within walking distance of my house. But, oh, uh, wow. yeah, I, I got, I just kind of got out of it. It was funny. Uh, I've got a friend here in town and the last couple of stars, you know, figures that I've gotten. And I think we mentioned this on a podcast cause you were asking me to pick you up some stuff. You know, he'll just call up and say, Hey, I'm at Walmart and I got this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, pick it up for me. I ran into him at Target the other day, and I'm like, look, I've got to learn to fend for myself one of these days. You're not always going to be around <laughs> to buy my toys for me. So, but yeah, I just I, I just got out of the hunt. I go to Toys R Us, and then like I'll I do my grocery shopping at Meijer, even though it's out of the way, because it has a toy department, and that's basically about it. I'll stop at Target and Walmart every now and then. But yeah, most of my stuff's online, because most of it's like, uh, you know, most of it is like... With the Marvel stuff, man, that stuff never hits retail around here. The yeah. foreign stuff never hits retail. And, you know, anything else, it's like Star Wars is easy to find, but everything else is, you know, G.I. Joe's a once-a-year thing, and then everything else. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that is kind of disappointing that they and, – and at least they had good distribution this time. I haven't heard too many people bitching about the distribution, but – to have it hit all at once like that. So oh, I had a, a whole year's. No, I know. No, and, and it's just I don't like them doing it that way. But I know when they tried to space it out before, that didn't work out well. So. Well, because what happens is stuff doesn't sell, and then it sits, and then they don't get the next wave. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then it ends up at Ross. <laughs> yeah. Um, we painted Sky Striker for a Rattler. That's how that happened. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, online, uh, new Force Awakens figs, and and like Dave was saying, just tons of yeah, stuff. I mean, it, we we so saw pictures what, of Akbar, we saw pictures of Nine Numb. Um, like I said, an unmasked Kylo Ren. Yes. Yeah, um, hmm? I said I want that. I want them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that unmasked Kylo. Okay, so 
So, Dave, uh, a highlight and a low light. How about that? Uh, highlight would probably be. Wow, oh, I'm trying to think because they're all the five points of articulation figures. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of like the the sculpt on the I can't remember his name the one that played by Simon Pegg the junk dealer thought that was a nice figure low light would probably be the unmasked Kylo Ren that thing looks like it belongs to a um like the next level down kitty toy line you know yeah. Star Wars friends you know uh, it's a no step changer <laughs> yeah it sculpt looks bad. It just looks very simple yeah. and childish. Uh, let's see, Roger. You don't do three and three quarter Star Wars, right? I don't do any Star Wars, no. I just watched all the Bing Bang Theory nerds fucking fight over them at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, not all of us watch Big Bang Theory. Thank you. Bird, <laughs> uh, highlight and a low light? Uh, the Kylo Ren. Uh, I'm kind of focused on him as a character. I don't, I, I don't know, but uh, I, like I said, I don't really buy three and three quarter. But if I see the Kylo Ren, I'll pick it up. And then anything look awful to you? Not really. I mean, they're you know for three and three quarter five points, they're not bad figures. You know, we've seen some pretty terrible five POA figures from some different toy lines. You know, so I, I think these are pretty pretty up there for you know what they are. Yeah, yeah. The Neom Num is going to be a definite buy he's a semi-focused character he was one of my favorite i was really let down that he's he's in the kind of the traditional red jumpsuit and vest you know yeah slide suit in the movie and i'm like really we're getting the same toy we've basically gotten two or three times at least with akbar he's in like his new outfit you know exactly exactly and do you know so this akbar is this something again I missed in the movie, or is this like a deleted <laughs> scene or something? Oh my god! No, actually, he is donors. Is it? Yeah. Go watch your Mexican bootleg, you. man. Yeah, go watch your I go don't... watch your pirated movie. <laughs> the problem with that is, is I don't watch it until everybody goes to bed, and then I go to bed. Yeah, and then you're gonna be all During. fucked up, anyways, and you're like, well, there was Kyle Ryan in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Kylo Ren? Is a girl? All right. What? <laughs> I saw Matt the radar tech in there though. Combiner <laughs> uh, Wars G2 Superion gift set uh, hit Amazon and went out of stock very quickly. But to answer some pricing questions, uh, he was a hundred bucks on there. He's actually back up uh, right now. Oh, is he? Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody wants, I don't know if you want one of these, uh, I, we talked more about the Minasaur being something that people might be interested in, but, uh, I can get them wholesale for, I think they come out to be like 75 bucks shipped to me and then whatever it costs to get shipped to you. If anybody's interested, um, do you do, do you sell any Hasbro stuff? Swage, or is it just mostly third? I sell. Well, I mean, I know you sell stuff you buy, but do you do you order things just to sell for Hasbro? Uh, Not new stuff, not really. I haven't I haven't seen a deal that looked like I can make a decent amount of money and give a decent deal on. I mean, most people selling them want 
exactly what they paid you know what i mean so it hasn't been it hasn't been something i'm really into plus i don't really like selling stuff i'm not familiar with um, yeah just because i'd rather have something i know what to look for and things like that so new stuff has been i mean i haven't even bothered i'm I'm going back in time for stuff and you know, it's, it's just easier that way you get better margins and you can give better deals, which you might, you might think I'm bullshitting, but you know what I mean? Like if I put shit on eBay, I want eBay money, but you know, if I know something's worth 40, but I only got five bucks in it, you know, I'm more than happy to take 15 or 20 instead of, you know, I don't need to go to eBay and put 40 bucks on it. You know what I mean? So it's the new stuff is just, I don't know. It, I don't. I don't really like the proposition of trying to flip that stuff yet. It's too. It's too volatile. You know, like one day. Um, actually, Vern was telling me like the uh, the white Battlecore Optimus. You know, right now it's selling for forty something on Amazon. But you know, I get it in the store. With taxes and everything, for me to beat Amazon, I'm going to only make a dollar fifty because I have to sell yeah. it under forty bucks. Do do you sell on Craigslist or anything like that? Like to avoid eBay fees and all that shit? Oh, God, dude. Yeah. Don't talk about Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If there's one thing not to sell on Craigslist, it's got to be toys. Yeah. I, I've listed maybe three <laughs> Craigslist uh, ads before, and I got a big response, but wow, man. I thought people on Facebook were fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. These, I mean, these people are like... Ever was off a of Craigslist. They're like, hey, uh, I live like two and a half hours away. Can you meet me at my grandma's house? Yeah. I'm like, what? For This this is like an $8 toy. I could ship it to you for $3. Yeah. Oh, no, dog. I don't get paid for two weeks. Yeah. Or, you know, well, I'm not sure. I'd rather inspect it and then pay for it. I'm like, the fuck you think this is, dude? Yeah. Or you get the motherfuckers who say, yeah, I'll meet you here, and then they never show up. Oh yeah, see, I don't even fuck with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't even fuck with that shit. <laughs> and yeah, it's oh god, this is a bad show for me. <laughs> this has been traumatic. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't sell new stuff. I don't sell on Craigslist. I I just can't. I can't go back to to those memories. So bad, so bad. But on topic though with the Superion, I will say I actually this is a pretty friendly price. I know uh, Toys R Us today. I'm seeing people are showing updated pricing on deluxe figures alone is twenty bucks before tax. Yeah, no shit. So that's already eighty bucks, and then you got to get a Voyager, and so you know Toys R Us pricing is probably what eighty dollars for a Voyager now. Um, but yeah, so you, you know you're you're cutting some corners and saving some cost on this one. That's not bad. And this is this is you know been getting solid reviews as a toy, so this ain't bad. Yeah, Superion's the one that people seem to like the most so far out of yeah. Fighter Wars. And and to be honest with the new stuff, all the alt modes, I am yet to see an alt mode I don't really like. It's just the robot modes hit me wrong. Yeah. But you know, see, and I and I dig them. The only thing I don't like about Combiner Wars is the fists and hands, yep. monkey arms, and then the stability of the combiner. Yep. Like I love the, I love alt modes. I love the robot modes. I love the combined modes. You just put them on a shelf and don't touch them, yeah. which <laughs> it's is the way most of my toys are anyway. So I don't mind only paying eighty five bucks for that. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, again, kind of out of the four brands, but something that I'm sure just toy people in general uh, were a little excited about and are a little excited about is uh, the Fuchs Articulated Icons, the Feudal series, are now up for pre-sale if you missed the Kickstarter or didn't have enough money for what you wanted. Um, I only picked up two in here. I did on the Kickstarter. I did the classic deluxe Black Ninja, so I got basically all the different weapons and stuff. And then I can't ever pass me up a Drunken Master, so I got the Drunken Master, which was cool because it had a bunch of differently molded stuff from the Ninja. Um, did anybody else do the Kickstarter for this? Nope. Not even you, Dave, really? No, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big six-inch six scale guy, and I'm actually, the ninjas are my least favorite thing from G.I. Joe, so ah, it was a cool line, but, like, it just didn't interest me at all. Oh, oh boy, these look fucking stupid. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Fuck off, <laughs> you're fucking ninjas. <laughs> Are you are you a ninja hater in GI Joe as well? So Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow are stupid. You better watch your mouth. You better watch your yeah. mouth right now. <laughs> I thought we already had this discussion about me and Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow and ninjas. I fucking hate I'm them. They're fucking you. stupid, man. Fucking Canadians. Like I like exactly. I like Storm Shadow or Snake Eyes when he was a commando and he was a regular army. You know, whatever. And then as soon as they started uh, getting in the whole invincibility ninja bullshit, I was out. Okay. Man, when I was eight years old, I thought I was a ninja for real. I really did. <laughs> yeah. I, with you. I went down to the store and bought throwing stars and shit and everything. I really I was a ninja. <laughs> my, uh, my brother actually used to buy legit ninja stars. <laughs> and he would make me stand against his closet door and he would practice <laughs> throwing them around me. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. And I was like, the first time I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna kill me! He's gonna kill me!" And he was actually really fucking good. And then I like I didn't even care. But then like now I think about it, I'm like, that motherfucker was, was a stupid. That motherfucker was a, he's like trying to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> oh shit! Well, uh, well, that's good that you guys aren't into them because they're really expensive, really expensive. Um. Uh, new Marauder figures are up for order on their site as well. Uh, Dave, did you pick up any extras when the not, when not yet? But I'm probably going to pick up the. Uh, I, I want to get some more accessory sets because that's I love those things. I just love playing around and, and trying to get like a right a configuration that I like. So I'll probably drop like a hundred bucks just buying extra stuff for them. Do these have heads? Yeah. yeah. What are the heads? No. Some of them do. You can buy them with heads. Like they actually um, yeah. look kind of cool without a head. Yeah, they look they look really cool. <laughs> okay. So did they? Can you pop like one of your Joe's heads off and put them on there? You know what I mean? Like make a custom yes. figure. Okay. You can. Um. You know, obviously, Hasbro is really terrible about like making a consistent peg and yeah. and so there is that issue. But yeah, you can pretty much swap. Um. I think I have a Snake Eyes head. I have I have, I have one of my figures has a a, a Joe head um on it. So, because yeah. I was trying to make yeah, zero from Borderlands 2. Separately too, though, right? Yeah, you can buy separate. Yeah, and then they have like different kinds, and um, they have like the 
the ski mask kind of thing and then they have different patterns on those and they have actual character heads um one kind of looks like phil colson another one just has like a beard um i thought you said phil collins at first (laughs) (laughs) that's what they do need they need a receding hairline hairline guy um um oh roger help me out who's the uh airtight airtight yeah oh yeah yeah um so yeah the the main reason why i've gone all in on both of their things well the main reason why i went on it on the valkyries is because that is where they're really getting you um buying them after the kickstarters is the accessory packs and how much accessories are to like gear your guy up so that was a big thing on the kickstarter i did extra accessory kits just to make sure i had what i wanted um let's see here uh club third earth we've talked about this already um all right dave not a big six inch guy club third earth yes or no uh well chitara's not even in it so hell with it (laughs) But she will be. And I'll buy her separately. I'll pay just <laughs> okay. a little bit more and not have to deal with Digital River. Okay, so cherry picking. Uh, Vern? Yes, one particular cherry, yes. I am... <laughs> <laughs> I am undecided as of yet as far as uh, subscribing. Okay. But I definitely am very interested, let's put it that way. And then... Uh, uh, Roger, Thundercats at all? Vintage only, my friend. Vintage only, nice. Now, do you have a Thunder Tank? I do not, know. Dave, Thunder Tank? No, I literally, the only Thundercats things I own are like the Burbles. Oh. Because they're kind of like robot Ewoks, so. Yeah. All right. Well, that took care. Hey, hey, Slick, I wanted to mention one other thing. I just seen that um, the exclusives for PowerCon uh-huh. are up for pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store if you didn't get a chance to get them. Uh, I did. Okay. I And I bought mine at Tendi. Okay. Uh, because I, if, if for some reason we don't end up going right. – or I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna not go if you don't go. Okay. But if I don't end up going, um, I have uh, somebody's gonna pick them up for me okay. and ship them to me, which will still save me about eighty dollars or something like something ridiculous to have somebody mule them for you, <laughs> as opposed to buy them as a non-attendee. Okay. <clears throat> so. Um, but yeah, and their prices weren't too terrible especially considering how expensive power cons non-attendee prices were in the first place so yeah. Six, if, if 65 for beastman and cobra camo con and 140 for the granomir yeah and if you didn't buy the package mm-hmm. that's what you would have ended up paying by by themselves uh-huh. is those after you added on the merchandise merchandise access fee or something they called it like the thing that gave you the right to buy exclusive merchandise from them god it just 
horrible ways of going about things. You would think people that live in communities that bitch about everything would figure out a smarter way to do that. Anyways, um, on to something more cheery. What we got? (laughs) (laughs) And Swage is going to – I think I'm going to hold Swage to last because he was (laughs) really fired up about this one. (laughs) So – and I'm not too sure if it's quantity, quality, quality. Bad or good, possibly, but uh, we'll, no, we'll that's, start that's a boner. With... That's a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I know a boner girl when I hear it. That's an angry boner. Seamus is not a video podcast. <laughs> hey, I, all, I, all I have on is under stockings and my work shirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> all you got to do is give me the word. <laughs> Now that's very disturbing. <laughs> well, let me turn this camera on and see if I can change your mind. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no, block. Hang up on him. <laughs> All right, Dave. Any any uh, notable pickups these last couple weeks? Um, not really. Uh, I got a bunch of T-shirts the other day, and uh, about the only toy I really got a thing at Toy World order. With the stupid David Hasselhoff from Knight Rider, like something, oh. something, yeah, like a thing. So it's like a rule now that you have to have one. So I <laughs> got the freaking car and the Hasselhoff figure. Is that the six inch one? Yeah, or like he's like more like five and a half. But yeah, the, the yeah, it's like five one. and a half. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that car. I got that car in the Hasselhoff too. Yeah, it's a nice car. It's yeah. just like I, I don't know it. it it's a thing. It's like our own little in-joke meme thing, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So, <laughs> you have, you have yeah. toys for lesser reasons, right? I have toys for much lesser reasons. <laughs> uh, Roger, did you pick up anything? Uh, let's see. I got a bunch of parts in for my shuttle complex, so that's coming along pretty good. Um, it will slow down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck. A uh, buddy of mine, I'm going to give a quick shout out for uh, for him, Danny Solar. He, I was asking him about parts for the shuttle complex, and he happened to have some pretty good stuff, so he mailed that out to me, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I've been addicted to this uh, app on your phone. It's called Geek, and it's like a shopping app, and it's like out of China. And I guess they got a hold of – it's like this giant warehouse, and they just have a hold of a bunch of random shit. And you can get like, I don't know, guns, scopes, uh, survival gear, ninja stars, uh, and then you get like video game shit, um, Batman stuff. You can get toys, everything from there. And they have like Lego, but it's not called Lego. <laughs> It's called yeah. Creo. Creo. No, no, it's, it's it's actual Lego molds and Lego sets. It's just they can't put the Lego logo on it. Yeah, that's called that's called Creo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you you do a grab box with them, and what you do is you basically put the theme that you're looking for, and uh, they'll just throw a bunch of random shit in there for like forty bucks. So I put Batman in, and I end up getting. Uh, uh, was it two Dakara Hot Wheels style Batmobiles? 
uh, a Lego per se uh, tumbler with uh, Batman and Joker figure with it. A six inch it looks like the same mold they would use for Arkham Batman, except he's all black. Um, when else did I get in that? Oh yeah, I got a a wallet ninja and a credit card knife. Nice. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you pictures of the credit card knife. It's pretty actually pretty cool. Fuck yeah, I love those things. <laughs> yeah, and I know what you're talking about with those knockoff Legos. I I went down a rabbit hole with uh, Hulkbuster. Uh, different Hulks. They even had a Mecha Hulk where they're these little custom sets that are made with, like you say, they're knockoff Legos. They don't have any any brand name on them anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and you can buy, buy like sets of minifigs and shit too that you wouldn't yeah. find anywhere else, but they have them. Yeah, yeah, they're all, yeah, they're definitely fucking knockoffs, but they're good quality for super cheap. Yeah, yeah, like two bucks for like a set of five guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, we're going to leave you for last ways. So, Vern. <laughs> I, I picked up a couple things this week. One of them is something I swore I would never own. Um, my girlfriend was out shopping, and she come across one of those four-foot-tall Darth Vaders that have all the electronics and everything in it. Oh, and <laughs> he was on clearance for $45, right? And I was like, yeah, go ahead, fuck it. Because I have, like, my basement is completely clubbed out with, it's probably 80% Star Wars, like, the way I have it decorated. So it'll fit in perfectly down here. But funny thing is, she said that, you know, when she picked this thing up and put it in her cart, uh, <laughs> the entire time she was shopping, everyone kept thinking she had a child in her cart standing up, like, like fucking around. You know what I mean? Like, people kept turning the corner and going... Oh my god, I thought that was a Roll down your window. Yeah. Roll down your window. (laughs) And she's like, I felt, you know, so like by the time I was ready to get out of there because, you know, it was getting so much attention. So I I thought that was pretty funny. But um I also dipped my toes into the uh vintage G.I. Joe. I've been hemming and hawing about starting a set of the eighty two straight arms. Yeah, buddy, yeah. And uh yeah, so I picked up my first three figures out of that set. I picked up a zap a hawk and a breaker. Um, so I'm, I'm slowly going to try to put myself together a nice little set of 82s. But that's about it for me. And I'm looking for them complete, but they don't have to be mint. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want the thumbs or anything broken, but they don't have to be dead men figures either. I got some uh, uh, officers and vipers and shit if you want some. Yeah, yeah, let me know what you have. Yeah. Cracked, uh, cracked elbows? Uh, you know, I'm just going to display them. I, I'm not super concerned about that as long as they display well um but ideally no i mean you know if i have my choice not to have them but you know i'm not gonna i'm never gonna resell these so it'll just be for my display you know be for myself what about cracked elbows or no uh i try to avoid them but like um if uh if the deal's good enough on them like my my fridge has cracked elbows uh, uh, <laughs> really <laughs> if 
it's any consolation, I I still have an eBay search because he also doesn't have a file card. So I'd like to get a I'd like to get a red back yeah. with him. I tried to so. avoid eBay. I, I went into one of the Facebook groups, the uh, Virtual GI Joe Swap Meet, and just put like a a regular post in there. And uh, yeah, I've had a lot of guys like you know help me out. So it's it's a uh, it's been pretty enjoyable so far. Yeah, the Facebook groups are really I I'm digging on them. Uh, uh, T2X6 and and Shattered Cast was the one that first got me into them uh, with the Cybertron Cafe, which is like if you guys have if you know about Facebook groups, buy sell trade groups at least. Uh, Cybertron Cafe is like the king daddy of all buy sell trade groups. It's it's like six thousand members or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. But I do all the I do all the made Joe ones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always try to check out exactly who I'm buying from before ahead of time. You know what I mean? Just because you hear so many stories about people getting ripped off and shammed and things like that. But it seems like all the people that contacted me are good guys. So I'm, I'm happy with it so far. I mean, and they really did give me good deals too. You know, I wouldn't, uh, I would have paid far more on eBay if I would have picked up the figures that I bought from them. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason why I still do eBay is, is for rare stuff. You know, the groups have pretty much anything common. Well, and straight arms aren't necessarily that common either, but, um, um, Deals are always going to be better on the groups than – well, I shouldn't say always. Most of the time are going to be better. Yeah. No, they're pretty good on the groups, man. Like I've, I'm part of G.I. Joe and Action Figures for Sale. Fucking awesome Facebook group. Action fi- – I haven't heard of heard of that one. It's G.I. Joe and Action Figures or yeah. are you, were you saying two different groups? No, G.I. Joe's and Action Figures for Sale. Huh. I'll have to get on that one. I'm searching right now. um so uh speaking of which that's actually the only things oh no i guess i do i have an ebay so if if people don't remember january is not only diet month not only non-drinking month but it's also no toy month um what the fuck planet are you why don't you just cut your fucking hand (laughs) off dude It's not no sex month, is it? You might as well add yeah. here too. Just cut well, the wiener I, off. I, fucking mail it off somewhere, dude. That one's not an explicit one, but you know, I, I have been married for ten years and uh yes. <laughs> we we usually squeeze something in there during that month. <laughs> But it does seem like the month that we would be the most active because we can't do all this other shit to distract us. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, so all so I have stuff that I ordered before uh, January that I got in. So um, I got uh, the platinum edition. What is this one like? Year of the Snake, I think. Uh, Optimus Prime. It's the it's the uh, Energon repaint that looks like a G1 Optimus Prime. So that's been – I missed out on that when it was super cheap on Amazon and Bit Bad Toy Store. Um, but I got it for about the same price as its lower price. It's just loose, which I would have opened it anyways. 
So stoked about that. Another G1 colored Optimus Prime to add to my G1 colored Optimus Prime uh, collection. Did you buy and, that? Uh, did you buy that Cybertron? Um, yes, uh, the one that the guy dropped the price all stupid low on. Uh, I, I saw it for like sixty something. I was like, I could beat that. <laughs> yeah, well, and I don't know if uh, if it was um, uh, the sixty, but a guy was advertising it on the cafe, and he finally dropped it to forty. And, and I said, I said that's that's too cheap. So I gave him forty five. Yeah, that's a bad uh, ass motherfucking toy for forty dollars. Yeah, that's a, and see, and I've never had it. Uh, it's, <laughs> so it's almost so, my turn. Shut up. <laughs> um. So then, uh, this is funny. I got a replacement. MagnaGuard version two carded Clone Wars figure. So I really dug the Clone Wars. I really dug the aesthetic of it. I some people hated it. I loved how how it went from one end of the spectrum to the other, like on a week to week basis, from kitty show to like you know grueling war drama. That kind of thing. So I have a complete run of Clone Wars figures carded is, and then opened all the ones that I actually liked. And this MagnaGuard was the last one I've been needing. It's one of the most expensive ones in the line. I found one for 20 bucks um, a few months ago and uh, bought two figures from this guy. The first one came shipped perfectly, so I was like, oh. I, and was in perfect condition. So the MagnaGuard I knew was going to be in perfect condition. Um, get home the day I know it's supposed to be there. Come in and I see a box and the entire corner of it is crushed. Ugh. And uh, and <laughs> this is big favorite is like, that isn't one of your toys, is it? And I'm like, what do you think it is? Of course, it's one of my toys. <laughs> She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't see it there. I walked up to the door and it, they put them between the door and our, and our uh, screen, door? screen door. She's like, I opened up the screen door and stepped down at the same time. And she stepped right on it and crushed it. So because... Most of it is mint, mint on card. Um, I made her buy me a new one. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I told her she could, She all she has to do is pay the balance from what the crushed one will get based on what I got this one for. And I did wait for a super good deal. Not 20 bucks good deal, but I paid 30 for him. So. You're so sweet. <laughs> I'm sorry and and she has been amazing about that and it's a big reason why she doesn't really mess with my toys is she broke a Toy Fair exclusive uh, powered up clear Hal Jordan DC Direct figure just snapped his arm right off like oh what's this and snap what is she like the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> well it was a clear figure so it's pretty brittle to begin with but uh 
but she replaced that one for me too. So she's been awesome about that. Even though these things clutter up her house, she respects that I, I pay a lot of money and that I am, you know, it is important to me. Um, and then last thing I got yak face, uh, uh, at yak face on Twitter. Um, and God, it's so horrible. I, I, believe his name's Jason, but I'm not 100% sure, uh, did an amazing thing for me. I never saw a Sabine from Rebels um, in the store at all. I had a chance to order it online once. They posted that it was live on Kohl's, and it sold out before I could check out. Um, just sent me a Sabine. I begged them. Let me pay you a fair price, you know, non eBay-ish, but a fair price. Uh, begged him, let me pay a little bit extra. Begged him to let me pay cost, and he just wouldn't hear of it. And he just sent me a Sabine because he had a couple extras. So mad props out to him. Um, that is probably the most generous uh, thing that somebody's done in the toy collecting community for me. And it's and I've been in the community now for almost 10 years. Uh, Vern's done some amazing things too, not to downplay your thing, Vern, but we're, no, we're a little tighter than yeah. <laughs> just some other blog or fan site out there that we talk on Twitter back and forth a little bit, you know, to do that was amazing. So big props out to him. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Swage. Here we go. Blow your load, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just take, take now, the work shirt off and just be in your socks. Let it go. Oh, that, <laughs> I burned the shirt off with the heat of my soul. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not usually one to brag. However, oh, however, this is one of the greatest weeks two weeks combined i guess that i'll ever have in my life so i have to brag now before it all falls to shit <laughs> so here we go here we go here we go these are just the ones that i didn't delete off my receive list because i think the other ones i sold just i got just a flip but anyway we'll go with uh we'll go with the junk first how about that does that sound good yeah <laughs> all right i got toy world b which is uh like third-party masterpiece sort of Bumblebee. Some collectors like him better than Takara. Yeah, he or... he actually is very he looks very cartoony. Like his paint details very much like he's on the screen. Um, that was one I got at a great deal. However, his legs are basically fucking worthless. Uh, so I didn't bother telling me that. So that suck balls. <laughs> Still a solid figure, still a decent deal. You know, I'll fix up his legs and he'll be he'll be good to go. And then I got uh, the steel core and the trailer with Osmi and Ruthen, which were two of the figures we mentioned earlier. One came with the trailer. One was one of the Fans Project core giveaways, and also it came with the ren one of the render form heads and a weapon. And I got to tell you, if you have a steel core. You need to get a fucking render form head. It looks oh, really? fucking badass. I haven't even gotten to take a picture of it yet because it's other shit, but trust me, it's it's fucking beastly. You need to get that down with render form straight up. <laughs> All, right. All right, I got that. And then I got uh, three reissues, smaller ones. I got Smokescreen, 
sealed, prowl sealed, and the Takara tracks. And that's the book release. Yeah, Smokescreen and Prowl were are the uh, the Hasbro Toys R Us commemorative. Yeah, that commemorative series, and then the tracks I got, um, which I thought was open, but it was actually sealed. So that that was actually kind of a bummer because I don't want to open it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, tracks is the take care of the book style collection. Um, so I got those. I got uh, my Encore Fort Max. Got them open and stickered for way less than BBTS. I don't know how I pulled that off other than the fact that he was filthy. But cleaning that giant fucking thing was a joy. No shit. Fun, fun toy. Fun, fun toy. And then I got E-Hobby Guardian, which is the E-Hobby Omega Supreme, blue and white. One of the best looking fucking toys I've ever laid my hands on. And then uh, the one big banger that I got, all in one shot, a guy just listed a shit ton of G1 stuff, and it all looked great in the pics, and I'm like, man, all right, fuck it. You know, I was like, I had to just throw an offer out there. I didn't have that much in the PayPal, but I was like, I got to make a play. And uh, so if anybody knows, usually Headmasters, Power Masters, Target Masters, you're usually looking at about 100 bucks minimum a piece. And needless to say, I didn't even come close to that. But I ended up with uh, Ape Face. These are all 100% complete and great shape or better. Uh, so I got Ape Face, Snapdragon, Trigger Happy, Misfire, Slug Slinger, and Highbrow all in one box. Wow. And that was like, I almost. I seriously almost cried. <laughs> I was like, because ah! <laughs> you know, like I'm, you know, like I'm. I don't want to say I'm cheap, but I, I don't like paying the top dollar, you know. But I understand with this old shit, it takes money to get the good stuff, and these ones came in in such nice shape, especially for what I paid. Like it was just, it was crazy. It was just crazy because I was looking at. I was thinking it was going to take me a year or two to get most of these all in one place together in my collection. And uh, to get them all three days after I paid for them, like just out of nowhere was, it was crazy. Like it was, it was just crazy. And I'll, uh, and uh, oh, and I also got an eHobby Gold Jazz. Which was another one that, this one, the guy actually went on, he went out and he said it's an absolute perfect mint condition. And, uh, yeah, it's got all kinds of flaws all over it and all kinds of shit. So, luckily it was cheap as fuck, because otherwise I'd be beating the shit out of that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I saw the pics, you, the pics you posted. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. did that guy just say that shit was mint? I'm yeah, like... Yeah. And I, you know, I probably could easily open that case on him. Yeah. And, you know, because I've, I've actually never lost a PayPal case. And, uh... I was real tempted to, but I'm like, you know what? Let's just, mm-hmm. we've had, you know, cause I'm all about toy karma and I'm like, you know what? Let it go. You got some winners. Just, you know, do what you can and let him go on, not sell it. Cause he's actually been posting shit for weeks and he has like 30 things. And this was the only one that sold. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Damn dude. Like you need to get something together. Like me, I'll post up like 
eight different things in a day and usually half of it's gone by the next day you know so yeah. it's like he must be doing you know like you got to figure something's wrong so he obviously doesn't really know the fuck he's doing anyway so that's it that's it and it probably sounds really <laughs> underwhelming but that's a that's a lot of vintage fucking awesomeness <laughs> oh that's that's fucking awesome yeah like i say like you were saying any of those master figures those are Outside of a couple Grail pieces, my Skull Cruncher and my Brainstorm, the two Headmasters are probably two of the most expensive vintage figures I own at at like eighty bucks a piece on them, and not they're not in great condition, but at least they're complete. Right. Yeah, and even so. complete, just being complete and crap condition is still, you know, high dollar. You know, those weapons, yeah. weapons for those things are freaking ridiculous. You know, if you need, like, one rifle out of a set of three, and it's like $45 for that one, and it's probably broken. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, there's, a, there's a collector tip. If you're going to go vintage, never think you're going to part it together for cheap. Oh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> because, number one. Because people that have those weapons usually know if they're in good shape, that's because that person knows exactly what they're worth. <laughs> Vintage yeah. Star Wars weapons have went up, like some blasters are selling for hundred dollars a piece for Yep. Wow. Um, all right, because we're running late once again. Mike was the only one that submitted a feature custom, but we're gonna skip it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, get right, robot, or no, pumpkin gonzo. This is pumpkin gonzo this week. So check we can talk notes. about. It. Uh, I'll include it in the show notes. It is a very cool MP cartoon uh, Grimlock. So, and and these kind of things I do dig. I I love people that really just do really clean repaints of things like this and and make them look that cool. Um, so cool. Uh, listener feedback and questions. We actually have some this week. Fuck yeah. Um, now this is going to be weird. So <laughs> you want, you want me to read this? Is it going to get weird or is it going to be weird? Uh, no. So I don't know quite what to do with this. Can I read it? Uh, I'll read it. Well, so you can, I'll let you read it, but so this is a voicemail. Um, but this is what Mrs. McFavor and I always did with voicemail. So the the voicemail we tell you at the beginning of the show is actually a Google voice number. So when you call there, like if people are shy that they think like someone's going to pick up and they're not going to know what to say, <laughs> it, it's just a voicemail number. Like no one's going to pick up. <laughs> It'll just ring right to voicemail. Uh, but uh what they do is they send translations of, of oh, what people say. And in the past, they've been hilarious, especially as people talk about, you know, all these weird third-party companies or weird names for action figures. The translations were hilarious. Unfortunately, this one is, is pretty tame. It's like it, it gets a... Uh, gets away a couple times and a little weird but it's so funny. i think <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
So, uh, so what we would normally do is because Miss McFavor and I did in the same room together is we just pause the show, play the voicemail on the computer, and then come back and talk about it. Um, because I can't do that for you guys, I don't think. Um, I think we're just going to have to pause the the podcast. We'll all play this on our separate devices, and then we can come back. Um, this one, it's just saying, hey, welcome back. Glad to have you guys back. But in the future, we'll probably need to comment on some of these if people get off their lazy asses and send in some voicemails. <laughs> So, so I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's read. It. Go ahead and read it first, and then we'll play it, and then we'll come back. So, do you want me to like? Am I, are we still doing the show thing now, or am I just reading it? Yeah. For All right. No, no, you're reading it for everybody now. All right. All right. So and this then, is from uh, uh, Mantis ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine times. Yes, <laughs> yes. The podcast these back. I love it. I love the new group. It's great. I do miss Mrs. My Favorite. <laughs> but hopefully she will pop in from time to time and bust up the joint anyway. I love you. Just want to drop this. Is <laughs> Dan from California, Mantis99999, or competitive of the night? What's up, bro? <laughs> competitive <laughs> of the night. That is gold. <laughs> I, lo- I love the my favorite because that's yeah. an ongoing one. Anyone, anytime somebody says big favorite, Google translates it as my favorite. This is my favorite. All right. So I love you. We're, I'm gonna, <laughs> all right. I'm going to pause it. And I'm actually right now. Yes. The podcast is back. I love it. I love the new crew. It's great. I do miss Mrs. McFavorite, but hopefully she will pop in from time to time and uh, class up the joint. Anyway, I love it. Just want to drop a line. This is Dan from California, Mantis 99999. All tons of shitloads of nine. Love the show. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Dan, for calling in. So, yeah, that was pretty close, right? (laughs) Google's getting better. Yeah, Google is getting better. (laughs) So, thank you. Thank you, Dad, for calling. So, a little bit of history here. So, um, um, T-Torx 6 introduced me, kind of reintroduced me to Swage. I had known of Swage through Thorazine or Thorazine. Um, and, uh, but T2RX6 kind of reintroduced me to, um, uh, to do the show and Mantis nine nines, uh, it's, it's, it's what it is, is it's nine nines. So that's, but in his username, it's nine, 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 nine. Uh, he's the one that turned me on to, uh, Justin T2RX6. And that's where I really started getting into third party reviews. Like I, I had seen some of Piaz, I had seen some of Vault Matrix's stuff, but when I started watching Justin, that's when I really started getting into, uh, Transformer reviews. So 
Dan Dan is responsible for having Swage on the show in a weird roundabout way. All hail Dan. Yeah, Dan. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. The dastard. And I should say partly, because like I say, Thorazine was actually the first person to recommend Swage. Uh, but when Justin did too, that's when I figured that we probably had a winner on our hands here. Ooh, thanks, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> no, actually, on uh, on Toy Detox, it was funny the other day. I just said, uh, it's like every show we mentioned Justin, and like I don't really get to talk to him that often. But I'm like, every show, I'm like sucking his asshole. I'm like, oh, T2RX6 did this. T2RX6 did that. Who the fuck? What am I doing? <laughs> but, you know, it's because he's the shit. So He's like the only person that doesn't like rub anyone wrong. Like he is just he is totally like yeah. bipartisan down the middle. No one hates him or sends him hate mail or anything like that. Yeah. He's kind of interesting. He's super smooth. <laughs> All right. Well, let's fucking wrap this. Oh, the uh, likes and the socials. I mentioned that at the beginning. You'll see it in the show notes. That's, again, big props to Swage. I want to see you guys doing more. Toy Goon, that's good. I'm glad to hear your Facebook's getting popular. So uh, definitely post up some stuff there. And I'll be, uh, we'll be doing a little bit of reordering. What I noticed, Swage, is when you post on the Open Your Toys Cast page, I forgot it's still hooked to my Twitter, so it goes out as a tweet on my on my personal account. So I'll probably oh, yeah, get I'll, I'll get those switched around too. Not that not that I was like, oh my god, I would never say something like that. But <laughs> not yet. Just so you have your own voice <laughs> for the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be updating that, and I'll be getting it added for you guys, uh, hosts. Can you send me links to to these things? So, I mean, Dave, I know I can obviously I know where the toy order uh, uh, fan page or group page is, but can you just send me a link with what you guys want to have? for your contact information for the beginning of the show. So I can include that in the show notes and on the site as well. You want me to text that to you or just send it to, uh, uh, the... post it, you know how we did the pinned okay. post for the show notes, okay. just post it in there for the next show. Okay. Um, awesome. Grab bag. Uh, Dave, you're up first. Uh, SNL undercover boss. Yeah, dun, this, dun, dun. we've been sort of teasing this for most of the episode, but uh, this week, uh, guy's name Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Um, yeah, guy who played Kylo Ren was the host of uh, Saturday Night Live, and he did this just amazing. I believe Vern, you were the one that was it Vern or Roger? Roger posted it on um, on yeah, our I group. posted it up on, a, on our group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that, that's how I saw it for the first time. Um, and it's basically Undercover Boss, the TV show, but they they go undercover at Starkiller Base. So that Kylo Ren poses as Matt, the radar technician guy. <laughs> and it just, you have to watch it. It's so fun. Cause he totally does that, that weird Kylo Ren, just sort of, uh, messed up borderline Asperger's weird 
thick shtick. Yeah. And of course, you know, but of course he's Kylo Ren, so every time someone makes him mad, he lashes out, and, <laughs> and it, it's the funny, and he just looks like such a dweeb. Yeah. And they're already custom. <laughs> there are literally custom action figures already being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a T-shirt from this. I mean, it premiered Saturday. <laughs> I just saw a T-shirt for it. Um, he's the breakout character from Force Awakens, and he wasn't actually in it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You kicked my wrench. <laughs> I, I think his lightsaber's cool. <laughs> I saw Kylo Ren in the shower. I heard he's ripped. <laughs> Kylo Ren's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and what I'll do is uh, just because it's always funny to go back and and it's a, and it is fun sometimes to listen to audio of things that are just video like in the star wars one for our break i i put in the trailer just the audio for the trailer so i'll put in the audio for that sketch as the outro music for this week hey speaking of star wars did you guys see the episode eight's been pushed back to december 15th of 2017 now yeah it did i did not so was it originally set for a May, May release? Like that? Yeah, May Ah, and then they – that's crazy. They're rewriting the script, aren't they? That's <laughs> one of the things they're saying is that they're they're doing some rewrites to – because certain characters clicked. Um, like they're they're rewriting it. And I, also, I honestly – I think it's more that just – that they've decided that this is going to be a Christmas thing. Yeah. Like they, they released the first one at Christmas, and it's $2 billion. So I think they kind of – Yeah. I think that's what it really is. Yeah. But they're saying rewrites well, and and it's good. I think it's a good move to separate themselves from the legacy. You know, everybody or from the original saga, whatever you want to call it. Um, I do like that they're kind of setting their own tone. They're they're doing homages. But they're not like the prequel ones that George did where it's like direct quotes and, you know, it's that it's that uh, extras uh, video they have where they where he's like, it's like poetry. It rhymes rhymes. in a new hope. They said this and then and in Phantom, they say this. That's what I didn't like. So I do like kind of that they're doing their own thing. Um, so Transformers, uh, Bay did an interview. This one wasn't, there, there wasn't anything else I saw though, either Swayze, um, uh, that the only interesting thing that came out in this interview is that the writers for this fifth movie are going to be tying up the loose in, what does he say here? did a really good job of going back in time and connecting things in history and how it relates to the different spinoffs. Now, again, what, what Bay considers a spinoff may not be what we're thinking. Or I mean, a good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have, we have JJ Abrams to thank for Michael Bay doing part five. Cause Apparently, that's what he said, that J.J. Abrams came to him and said, you're the only one that can do this. And that's why he came back for part five. Thanks, J.J. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sure. The dastard. <laughs> yep, that uh, just, killed the boner. <laughs> yeah, just in case you wanted any other reason to hate Michael Bay. Uh, <laughs> when loose the reporter ends. Crow what fucking loose Bay, ends were they? 
Right. <laughs> when reporter probed Bay for additional info, he received the following statement. I can't tease shizzle snit. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what he said. Shizzle snit. Or shizzle? <laughs> Oh God, this guy! Oh well, <laughs> dude he'll die real? someday. Transformers will live on past Michael Bay. My God, what? He'll die someday? Did you actually say that? <laughs> yes, he is a plague on the Transformer film franchise. Wow. You know, no, I'm not saying he should die like soon. I'm just saying eventually he he will die and won't be able to make Transformers movies. Like my favorite to Michael Bay, drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Masters of the Universe classics. Uh, uh, Burn. Fall of Grayskull fan film uh, came out earlier this week. Um, it was released, I think, about a year ago. And uh, now it's like on YouTube or uh, if you go to fallgrayskull.com, you can watch it off of there. Um, it's about a 38 minute movie. Um, guy did a, I mean, for what he was budgeted and what he did, I think he did a Kickstarter to uh, get the budget and the money for it. Um, but it's a pretty damn good movie for what it is. You know, the, the costumes are, are, uh, you know, very, um, he did different homages to like different aspects. Like the He-Man in there looks like the 2000 X. He did Battleground Tila. Um, the Castle Grayskull man is in it. The Triclops looks a little more 2000X. So he took a little uh, from each thing and, and um, spun together a pretty decent little film. So um, I, I really liked that. I thought uh, Shadow Weaver was pretty creepy. Uh, they did a pretty damn good job with her. But, um, you know, 38 minutes long. It's a single shot movie. Um, there's not like multiple camera angles or anything like that. Um, so there is some some times in there where it's like just kind of slow and uh, you know, odd, but other than that, you know, for what it is, I think it's, it turned out pretty damn good. Did you see it, Jason? Did you watch the whole thing? I haven't yeah. watched it yet. And I followed it all through the trailers and all the interviews he did yeah. with the premieres and everything. And I just haven't got a chance. Yeah. It's, it's besides watching Dave's, uh, toy, uh, display, video again it's also in my watch later yeah. on youtube the guy that they got to play he-man was like a, a wrestler i believe and it's really more of a teela centric uh story than he-man you know he-man's not really the center character in it um and apparently they're going to be doing a spin-off um uh, like at the end uh, there was like you know and end, end credit scene and it was hordak with um uh she had came in um you know and I, I believe Val Staples was doing the voice of Hordak, if I'm not mistaken, in, in the end of that uh, movie. But uh, there's a pretty funny, I think like a four or five minute like uh, blooper reel in there. And the girl that plays uh, uh, Tila, like she she's like doing a battle scene and she like cuts a fart like right in the middle of like, like, the battle. <laughs> like yeah, she like does a kick and you hear, you know, like and she stops and she's like, oh, I, I'm sorry, you know. And apparently they didn't even pick it up like until they went into editing. It was like redoing everything, and they heard it because like nobody heard it except you know for her. And it's pretty funny, yeah. So if you watch anything, watch that that the bloopers. The bloopers. I'm watching that later. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the voices um, in it are are you know at least community celebrities. Yeah. You know, people that have been in the community for a long time. 
uh, one of the guys from Mastercast does a voice in it and that kind of stuff. So I, I heard it was really good. Yeah. And, and most Masters fans, you know, as we know, will rip shit apart. If yeah, they don't a lot like of them it. don't like the sword because it's not, it doesn't look anything like any version of any sword He-Man's ever had. But the guy who did the, the, the producer of the guy who did the movie said, you know, he, that was his thing. He wanted a different sword. So it's what he went with. Yeah. Well, and what's what's cool is I've seen I've seen the sword and some of the weapons on Shapeways. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one of the Shapeways guys does that. And then Amaro, just looking at the page, it looks like Joe Amaro, one of the one of the most amazing customizers. Right. And he is just a toy designer, mm-hmm. uh, was supposed to be doing a custom um, a custom head and a custom set, which was a head, a breastplate, and the sword. But I don't see that it ever came out, unfortunately. But anyways, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Again, 38 minutes. It's free on YouTube. Most people can play that shit through their TV nowadays. So. Or followgrayskull.com. You can go in there and watch as well. Sweet. Um, last one is that for you, Mr. Roger. So apparently Hasbro is going to get more, they want more say and control over their movie content. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. See, that's where it kind of falls apart for me. Like, I don't think this is all that big of a deal. Like they say that they, they're going to have more control and say over G.I. Joe 3. Apparently this is happening now. It was canceled, but now it's back. Um, I don't really know what more they control they would have over it. Well, I mean, I would say the big thing would be to get some of the mythos in there. I mean, that's... From what, from what I understand that the writers of the last two movies didn't follow it religiously. So, so they just kind of, they were like a writer that writes a book. They're good writers. So they went and researched this topic, which was GI Joe. And, you know, obviously the second guy did it a little bit better. The homages were a little bit better in the second one. How involved was Hasbro in the, uh, gem and holograms movie? (laughs) 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 Because if they had a lot of involvement in that, I'm kind of scared to see what this might turn out to be. Now, has anyone seen that? No, I've seen it at Walmart the other day for like $5, but I'm not. Really? Already? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cheap. It was like, no, actually, no, it wasn't. I, I'm sorry. It wasn't. I thought I was going to say it was in like the $5 bin, but it was like one of the new releases, but it was like 14 See, I'm, I want to see it. I loved Jim as a kid. Yeah, I, this has I nothing to do with what we know it as. Yeah. No, I know, but... Still, just like I say, even with the worst of these homage movies, I can find something positive in it, you know. But, but yeah, I don't know. All like, I'm saying is, I just got an executive suite for BotCon somehow. So, <laughs> like, I've been I've been looking all day because they're the same price as the regular two double beds. Like, you get a Motel Six, uh-huh. and I just went on to double check, and boom, executive suite. Thank you, Swayze. You better play, like, you better play the Powerball the next time it comes up real big. Again. Oh man, this is getting this is getting out of control. Yeah. Sorry. Derailed. 
No worries. So if you want to see see Swage, you you know where to find them. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'll be in the penthouse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With all his third party stuff. No. No, I'm not, I'm not even, I can't even joke about that now as an exhibitor. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead fucking serious. That's in the contract. I can't even fucking joke about selling on that shit. Really? So there will be zero, zero unofficial merchandise anywhere near me. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right on. Uh, cool. That's our show. We we did another monster, but I I think we're just gonna have monster shows because we've got a lot of people that got opinions and and I know I want to hear them. So hopefully everybody else wants to hear them. All right. Anybody else got anything else? That's it. All right, brothers. Well, I guess we will see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. 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 Dang theory. <laughs> Each week, we follow the boss of a major organization as they go undercover to find out what's really going on in their company. This is Undercover Boss Star Killer Base. Kylo Ren is the commander of the First Order, a massive regime dedicated to wiping out the Galactic Resistance. This week, Kylo is going undercover among Starkiller Base personnel as Matt, a radar technician. You get so caught up in restoring the galaxy to its rightful state that you miss what's going on behind the scenes. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. We've put hidden cameras in an employee common area, and no one has any idea that Matt is their boss, Kylo Ren. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a radar technician. You guys like working here? You know, work is work. Yeah, totally. What do you guys think of Kylo Ren? Do you guys believe when he says that he's going to finish what Darth Vader started? What exactly has he started? You know, I will say this for Kylo. I think he gets a bad rap. What? Yeah. He's trying to accomplish something that's never been done in the history of the galaxy. You know? Ridiculous. Rule everything? That's impressive. I, I admire the guy. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, okay. It's real easy. All you got to do is rewire the calcinator. So remove... This? Does that look like the calcinator? What's wrong with you? Why, why it's so hard for you to understand? I don't know, but can you please stop yelling me? You're starting to stress me out. I have a newfound respect for what my employees do. Okay, now can we rewire it, please? So I can go have my muffin. I haven't had my muffin yet, Matt. It's not as easy as I presumed. What up, Matt? Hey, you kicked my wrench. Jerk face. Have you guys seen Kylo Ren's lightsaber? Yeah, man, that thing's weird looking. No, it's not. It's awesome. Here, let me go see if I can find it. I'll show it to you. Look, I found Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Look at it up close. That thing looks dangerous, man. Poorly made. The little kid made it. Then you don't have to look at it anymore! Uh, I'm 90% sure Matt is Kylo Ren. Yeah, this is, uh actually been a rough year for my family. We lost our son back in April. He was in the Stormtrooper program, and um, 
We're getting by. Well, man. Sorry about that. Must be hard hearing that Zach lost his son. Really struck a nerve with me. Especially since I'm the one that killed him. Hey. I ran into Kylo Ren in the bathroom. He told me to give you this. After the rain comes the rainbow. Sorry, I killed your son. Kylo. This means something to me now. A buddy of mine saw Kylo Ren take his shirt off in the shower, and, and he said that Kylo Ren had an eight-pack. But Kylo Ren was shredded. What? Your friend's a liar, man. Kylo Ren is a punk bitch. That guy looks like he weighs 30 pounds soaking wet underneath that little black dress. <laughs> Tim? Tim! Oh, no, he's choking on food. I see what's in your mind. It is stupid! Dude, Matt straight up sucks. I have a bombshell announcement to make, guys. I'm not Matt. I'm Kylo Ren. You're Kylo Ren. You're Kylo Ren, we know. I knew when you threw me through the soda machine. I knew from, hi, I'm Matt. We really connected today. I'm promoting you to superior officer. Thank you, sir. I had a blast today. I really learned a lot, and people are going to love the new meat.